Accra. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, my neighbor. Good morning to life. Good morning. Music. Talk. Inspiration. In perspective. Express yourself. Good morning, my neighbor. City FM, your station. It's a refreshing lifestyle. City FM, 97.3. Yeah,
21 minutes past 6 So winners with a beautiful one Wala Bolo is a praise medley This version led by Joe Metal And this particular line Blessed are those who Though they have not seen Yet they believe Faith is a force for living It is impossible to achieve great things on earth Without any faith at all You must have faith in the impossible To see the invisible To do the improbable Yes, you can do what you see That's the basic level But to achieve truly great things You must step out in faith For faith is the substance of things not seen The evidence Or faith is the substance of things hoped for The evidence of things not seen For by it the elders obtained a good report If you want a good report in history If you want a good report in time You need to apply faith Faith in humanity, faith in the Lord, faith in divinity, faith in excellence, faith in putting great things to the test. Oh, yes. Six thirty-three businesses brought to you by ADB offering a variety of personal loans. We believe that you can do well with that loan. Whether you are an agriculturist or not, we give you longer tenors because we have faith in your ability to repay. Call us on 0302-210-210. We are the People's Bank, ADB, Truly Agri, and more. Unleashing the power of relevant radio. This is City 97.3. You ready to party? It's summer time. Let's go. One, two, three, Oh, 
I, I hate to inter- interrupt the song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Vintage. Music yeah, yeah. Review is next brought to you by Total. Yeah, Celebrating the passion of football together. AFCON 2023 in Cote d'Ivoire. Yeah. Drive selected service stations including the one closest to you. Wanna... Buy a lubricant yeah. on selected match days. Yeah. Win some amazing gifts from Total. Promo is valid while stocks last visit our social media pages. Total Energy GH for more information. And get a loan of up to 450,000 CDs from Fidelity Bank. Get rewarded. Switch your existing salary loan to us or get a new personal loan and enjoy the lowest fixed interest rate. A two-month repayment period in January. And guaranteed fixed monthly repayments as well. Call 0800-003355. newspaper review time. Hey, richest guy. What do you have? He's wearing a KM95. Hey! He's a big man. He's wearing, <laughs> he wear the mask like this thing. You know Osong, Goli? He wear the mask, Kali. Hey, this man. Like I told you, the does. shape of the mask is like the way we used to do. You know Osong, Goli? Tight. Yeah, when they say you are going or something, you know what it means. You go on a park and you hold that thing, then tie, you are just moving that thing. Yeah, you big, 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 and then they put it. Charlie, those were the guys too. But yeah, now, PS5 and things. You used to, you used to build a song on Yeah, you yeah, like that. Song. You have to build it. Oh, Charlie, plus, you know, yeah, yeah, Charlie, you know, Charlie, Charlie, you the rope. Charlie, that was a protocol. I like Your mask, no, your, your mask reminds me of a song on <laughs> your mask. Yeah. Anyway, so many stories. Like it's funny here today. There's like almost everything on our website is a, a breaking story. Yep. All right. So for example, mm. IPAC EC proposes election date change. That's a big story. All right. IMF six hundred million dollars officially hits BOG account. That means we are going for our share. That's a big story. All right. Black Stars head coach Chris Utin sack. That's mm-hmm. a big story. Uh-huh. All right, City FM, City TV, complete second resettlement center, hands over to Ada. That's, That's a big doctor. story. Uh-huh. Right? Then Julius Malema says democracy is threatened by corruption. That's uh, a big story. It's a biggish story, <laughs> you know. And then a few other stories. So those are the stories on City Newsroom. I don't know what the papers are saying. Well, uh, the graphic has the black stars on the front page, mm-hmm. and they say, "No, no, no. Mm. These aren't our black stars." <laughs> and there's a picture of a fan exactly. and Captain Andrea. You Bring back our original black stars. Uh, well, yeah, <laughs> but they, what they didn't have was Chris Hutting's sacking. Yeah, of course, they, that came yeah. late last night. But on the back page, no, kind of here, the technical team has also been dissolved. Gone. Oh. They, they, the, the people who are. So on the back page of the daily graphic, they say Chris Hutting in line of fire again. This kind of foreshadowed. But the other story is that Ghana has been eliminated officially now. Oh yes, yes, yes. So now the yeah, black Sports. stars are out. Yes, we are out. No, you and I knew already. But they know on paper. No, you have to be. I've actually told them to stay and wait and wait till they. Oh, well, whatever. <laughs> but so Ghana has been officially eliminated yes, following yesterday's results between okay. Gambia and the and Cameroon. The Gambia and Cameroon. Okay. The Chronicle says this morning, Akufuado has not abandoned Kejetia market. Traders are speaking here on the front page of the Chronicle. Also, Balmia drops another jackpot, and Collins Dauda did not issue interim certificate. Mm. The court has been told. The Daily Guide says EC proposes November for elections. Mm. And there's a picture of the EC boss here. Judgment day for cool plotters. That's on page six. Mm. Num one pulled gun on us. That's mm. coming from a witness. <laughs> Constituents highly rate Stephen Amoa. 
and man kills three-week-old baby for rituals. The Ghanaian Times says TUC kicks against 15% VAT on electricity issues or they've given government a seven-day ultimatum to mm. withdraw it. Na, na, na. Also, the front page, we're told Ghana supporters bars vandalized. Oh, <laughs> why? Ghana, Germany, um, they are vowing to deepen economic cooperation mm-hmm. and work on Teshi link rules stalls mm. over non-payment of funds, according uh, to PIAC. Uh, <laughs> Alright, uh, Bernard, like you said, the $600 million cash from IMF mm. is here and it's on the front page mm. of the Republic Press. Okay. Other stories. Obiyamwa causes stare in NPP as he withdraws from MP race. Mm. And the Namwan story is here. Namwan pulled gun on us when we demanded our interest. Witness tells court. 21-year-old woman jailed six years for child theft. And, of course, Ghana Water. So, your interview with the boss of Ghana Water, Clifford Brimer. Clifford Brimer is here. And then, the Kumasi Traditional Council's uh, issuance of a seven-day ultimatum for mm. Chairman Untumi to appear. Yeah, the new uh, publisher says this morning, Apenyo Marking goes unopposed. Efutu thanks him with acclamation. Mm. The story about Untumi is here. The Mensha people want him in Mensha, even if he's in a wheelchair. <laughs> and some other stories in the paper this morning. Mm. The Today newspaper says, we won't pay VAT on electricity consumption, organized labor tells government. Mm. Stay away from politics. Mamponhin warns chiefs mm. and blame me for our mistakes, Chris Hutton says. Mm. The new finder says this morning, IMF 15% inflation for 2024 unrealistic as revenue enhancement measures fuel some of these uh, you know, price build-up, according mm. to Professor Lord Mensah. Mm-hmm. Uh, also on the front page, sorry about the TUC, mm-hmm. uh, and then cocoa shortage sh- forces shutdown of cocoa processes. Mm. And then Dr. Mensah Autobill is on the front page uh, and is quoted as saying, dare to be different in heavily stereotyped media environments. All right, the Inquisitor newspaper says, attacks on GRE SML deal. Nanes relative court as GRE rights to president. That's mm. according to the Inquisitor. All right. Um, politics. Ralph exposes Kennedy. Apenyo <laughs> Markin donates to Winisek immigration and um, Zongo chiefs yen for DMB Napo pay. Mm. Okay. Let me go to the Ghanaian publisher. Uh, Baseball projects aim to transform lives. GEAC was quoted here saying. Mm. Etiwa East holds Abena in high esteem. The Deputy Minister for Finance uh, is seen here shaking the hands of a chief in their area, I suppose. And then Apenyo Marking, as you stated, donates 300 bank beds to Winisek. And Tampuli confirmed as Gushao MPP parliamentary candidate. All right, finally for me, the Herald says, GRA Board Chair and Commissioner General failing integrity test. For, f- for endorsing Kendall Furiata's SML deal, uh, there's the cocoa story here. Cocoa bean shortage in hmm. Ghana forces f- uh, processes shut down, workers lay off imminent. And if you go go to the daily search line, I don't know where they print their paper. It's the not looking clear. It's horrifying. Withdraw VAT on electricity now, TUC is demanding. Pastor caught attempting to sleep with married woman. Uh, that's also on the front page. And in team, wishes all candidates best. Of Let me give you a global headline. The big story, Trump wins New Hampshire primary. Yes. Haley vows to fight on. That's on Reuters. That's on BBC. That's mm-hmm. on Bloomberg. That's everywhere. That's the biggest story in the world beyond what we know. The 
uh, well, that's that's the big story. So I think we should start with the EC's change of date proposal. That story is on citynewsroom.com. Chairperson of EC, Jean Mensah, has proposed the date for both presidential and parliamentary elections to be moved from December 7 to November 7. The EC wants an election, uh, wants election days to be designated as national holidays. The proposals were part were put forward during an inter-party advisory committee meeting held on Monday. Mm. Now, the commission presented these proposals aiming to stimulate discussion on potential enhancements of the electoral process. And um, there are many reactions to this. Mm. And this, and they say this has nothing to do with the SDA one. Okay. But they're basically saying they want a a holiday for mm. the voting. And then because the December 7, usually, when there's a runoff, you have to do it within the same month. Mm-hmm. It puts too much pressure on the EC. So if they do November 7, they'll have more time to prepare for a runoff. I think that's the main logic. Okay. Uh, I don't know if the parties have reacted to this yet. Um, Not yet, but of course, the Daily Guide also carried that story. Right. But if you go to page 6 of the Daily Guide, mm. um, Judgment Day for Cool Plotters. Oh, I thought I could do some politics. No problem. Okay. Let, let's yeah. do some politics. Yeah. Yeah. Let's okay. do so some politics. Let me take you to a story on page uh, 3, and um, I'll go to page 2 also. Okay. Now, Etiwa East holds Abana in highest team, the Member of Parliament for Tiwa East in the Eastern Region and Deputy Minister of Finance, Abinaw Sayasari, has been loaded for her outstanding contributions to the development of a constituency and the region as a whole. Now, from infrastructure projects to healthcare and education, Honorable Sayasari's initiatives have left a lasting impact on the lives of the constituents. Now, the MP is contesting in the Tiwa East New Patriotic Party Parliamentary Primary and sure to grab the ticket with her impressive performance in Parliament as well as in government. This is uh, a story on page three. Mm. And if you go to page two of the same newspaper, Obi Amwa withdraws from the Equiapim South race. Now, the Member of Parliament for the Equiapim South constituency, Osei Bonsu Amwa, popularly called Obi Amwa, has withdrawn from the parliamentary primary scheduled for saturday mm. january 27 which will be live on our networks now obi amwa as he is uh, popularly called had earlier indicated his willingness to seek for a fourth term mm-hmm. he's actually in the fourth term so he Sticking was for a fifth term. yeah that's right as mp for the Kyoping south uh, constituency however he made a u-turn and picked up nomination forms to seek re-election for mm. the seat but he announced yesterday yeah. and spoke to us that he was no longer interested in all right team. now let's come to nathan what you were doing this morning um yes the uh, court stories yes so page six of the daily guide and uh, they say judgment day for cool plotters now jibril abdul razak writes that the fate of nine persons accused of plotting to oust the MPP government through a violent coup in 2021 will be decided today as a high court in Accra is set to deliver its judgment. The nine, made up of civilians, junior and senior military personnel, as well as a senior police officer, are before the court on charges of conspiracy, abetment of crime, and a substantive charge of high treason. Mm. The nine are facing the death sentence if found guilty of high treason charges leveled against them per Article 3A and B of the 1992 Constitution. Still in court. Okay. Let's stay in the court. Mm. If you go to Namwan's uh, story, Namwan trial, I didn't have different signatures uh, according to witness. There was another story that I saw mm. where a witness is reported as saying that when they went to his home, mm-hmm. uh, he pulled a gun. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, mean, yeah. Meanwhile, there's another story here that says man remanded for allegedly robbing two victims at gunpoint. Mm. Also, on P3. The, Second court in Accra has uh, remanded in police custody a 27-year-old Mason for allegedly robbing two people of their mobile phones and money at gunpoint. Now, Victor Amidon, 
a Nigerian charged with two counts of robbery, pleaded not guilty, saying he was told he resembled the alleged perpetrator of the crime. Hmm. Then driver jailed eight years for attempting to kidnap man and the daughter. Now, the circuit court uh, here in Accra has uh, sentenced a driver to eight years imprisonment in hard labor for attempting to kidnap a father and his daughter. Now, Godfrey Ayite, mm. uh, the convict, denied conspiring with one Ling An in the preparation to kidnap the father and daughter for So Rada. Nathan, give us a Naman story now. Well, the Naman story says a single mother of four children yesterday testified about how CEO of Defunct Men's Good Limited, Nana Pia Mensa, pulled a gun on customers of the company who had gone to his residence to demand their money. Hmm. Priscilla Eduboating, the prosecution's fifth witness, also stated the toll her locked-up funds in the company was having on her business and family life. The witness also stated that she had invested a total of 760,000 CDs mm -hmm. in the collab collapsed businesses hmm. between July 2017 and July 2018 and had not been able to retrieve her, um, her investment. So the case continues. Still on yes. court issues. Yes, I take you to the center spread of the Chronicle because mm -hmm. there's a story there that says Collins Dowder did not issue interim certificate. The court has been told uh, here in our country. Now, Ben is Bessie writing, says Al Haji Collins now the former minister for works and, works and housing, mm -hmm. according to a prosecution witness, Reverend Stephen Yalse, did not issue a, an interim payment certificate regarding the Saglemi housing project. You know, we saw that project when mm -hmm. we were coming back yesterday. Yeah. Now, he said, this he said this in court last week during cross examination. Now, Mr. Collins Dowda and others have been accused of a of causing financial loss to the state concerning the Saglemi project. Now, they have pleaded not guilty to 72 counts of willfully causing financial loss to the state, misapplying public property, issuing false certificates, and dishonestly causing right. loss to Now, let's talk about the economy. Apart from the 600 million hitting our account, mm -hmm. the cocoa sector is in a lot of trouble. Yes. You can give us some highlights there. Yes, this is in the Herald, mm -hmm. and it says several cocoa processors in Ghana have ceased operations due to a severe shortage of cocoa beans, mm. according to sources familiar with uh, the matter. Now, workers' layoffs are also emin um, imminent. Mm -hmm. Sorry. Now, major multinational cocoa producers, Cargill, Olam, Cocoa Tuton, Niche Cocoa and many others mm. are mentioned as shut down or about to be shut down. Now, Cocoa Post Insider revealed that the grinders in the West African country have not received cocoa bean allocations for several months, leading to a dire situation. Now, the sources quote, the situation is terrible. No beans available, emphasizing that such a shortage had not been witnessed for a considerable period. Mm. Meanwhile, the TUC says burdening workers with taxes is unfair. They have justified an ultimatum to government city news reporting that the Trade Union Congress has described the 15% VAT, which could actually be 21% mm. on electricity consumption mm. above the lifeline as an easy way for government to raise revenue, which is unfair to consumers. Mm. At a press conference yesterday, the TUC gave the government a seven-day ultimatum to withdraw the tax, citing its detrimental impact on the livelihoods of ordinary Ghanaians, particularly pensioners and low-income earners. Deputy General Secretary Joshua Ansah told Eyewitness News that if government does not revoke the tax imposition, organized labor would advise itself. Now, talking about cocoa, just to give you a quick one. Mm. The Swedu Conversations is happening Monday, 12 February, a thought leadership event organized by alumni of the Swedu Senior High School. And the theme is Feeding Ourselves as a Nation, Perspectives on Revolutionized Agriculture. Speakers, uh, Dr. Roger Canton, 
and other people from the pseudo fraternity very good discussion coming in the up. meantime though if you stay in that space there's a story on page two of the finder uh, the new finder mm-hmm. which says ims 15 percent inflation for 2024 unrealistic a respected figure in uh, finance and the professor at the university of ghana business school professor uh, lord mensa mm-hmm. has voiced skeptic uh, skepticism mm-hmm. about um the international monetary funds recent projection of a 15 percent end of year uh, inflation figure the imf forecasted a gradual decline mm. to eight percent in 2025 20, uh, now in an interview with the new finder professor mm-hmm. mensa expressed his reservations mm-hmm. deeming the 15 percent year end inflation prediction as unrealistic now don't, don't forget the issue of the tariff has come up mm-hmm. before i get to the spillage there's a interest, there's a funny story in the graphic Okay. <laughs> on page what? 24. Get to it. Well, the ECG is speaking. Mm-hmm. Now, the, the electricity company of Ghana has explained mm. that the excessive heat waves being experienced in some parts of the country <laughs> were impacting the efficient service of power supply. Mm. Now, it is said due to the high ambient temperature at this time of the year, mm. which is also which also meant more use of power. Mm. Some areas within the operational um, areas were experiencing overloading. Now, the director of comms at the ECG, William Boating, in an interview with the Daily Graphic, said since September, mm. demand for electricity had increased by 10%. Mm. That's putting pressure on their lines. Okay, because that, of ECG. Yeah. Contrary to the assertion that there was a shortfall in power generation, the ECG insisted that what was happening had nothing to do with power generation as that challenge so the heat is causing so they are saying the heat yeah uh, people are using too much electricity now uh, so that may well be the reason why <laughs> okay now let's come to the akosombodam's yeah. village city tv city fm complete okay. second resettlement structure yeah that story is in the new publisher mm-hmm. for today and yours truly bernard koku ave mm-hmm. you see he is in here doing the lost work <laughs> uh, like some minister of state city tv city fm complete um handover um second resettlement center according to the new publisher and mm-hmm. the story says the management of city fm and city tv has uh, completed another resettlement center for persons displaced by the Kosovo Dam spillage. Now, the second center is located in Ada, within the Greater Akar region um, of our country. Now, mm-hmm. it is specifically designed to house 200 displaced individuals. Now, the first settlement or resettlement center is situated in Toku, mm-hmm. uh, which is in the Shai Osudoku district. Now, the uh, resettlement center forms a crucial part of uh, the foundation's rebuild phase, mm-hmm. offering relief support to victims of the Akosombo Dam spillage. And uh, Bernard Koku Avle is quoted here uh, in the story uh, as um, expressing gratitude to all and uh, a coincidence of responsible journalism, active, active citizenship, and uh, corporate Ghana coming together mm. to make what happened yesterday possible. Yes, indeed. And, uh, More on this later on. But uh, Chris Hutton sacked after Black Stars crash out of Akon 2023, the Ghana Football Association, this is City Sports, has announced that the Black Stars head coach Chris Hutting has been relieved of his duties. Mm-hmm. Decision taking after the Stars crashed out without a win in their three group games. The GFA statement published a few hours after Ghana's exit from the tournament in Ivory Coast was confirmed and added that the technical team had also been dissolved. The FA said it will in the coming days 
provide a roadmap on the future of the black stars. It's like a you know merry-go-round. We should we sack go, we the we sack, they choose. Mm. We go, we share the we sack, sack, they choose. Sack the GFA. Yeah. The sackers sack have them. to be sacked. Yeah. Hilton was appointed February 2023, so it's less than a year in the position, replacing Otto Addo, whose mm. contract with the men's senior national team expired after the World Cup. He was tagged with overseeing the remainder of Ghana's qualifiers for AFCON, taking the team to the tournament and as well as supervising our World Cup qualifiers for 2026. He had been named technical advisor to the stars ahead of the two-legged playoff for the World Cup qualifiers against Nigeria, mm. remaining in the role for the Qatar tournament. But uh, Abek, there's one uh, story here I want to mention quickly. Afenyo marking donates 300 bank bets to Winisec. That story mm. is in the Ghanaian publisher. It says the Member of Parliament for Futu Constituency, the Honourable Alexander Kwame Afenyo marking has donated 300 dormitory bets to mm. Winneba Secondary School. Now, the bank bets to the Winnesec um, institution forms a part of the lawmakers' efforts to enhance education and make learning among students in the constituency comfortable. You know, mm. it's also going unopposed in that constituency. There's an interesting text I got. Good morning, Ben. Ben, I says, this is to thank you for reading my message on Monday about water. Okay. And also to inform you that for once, yesterday, I filled all my gallons and water holders. Colleagues dwellers are grateful. So maybe the water, <laughs> the water started yeah. flowing a bit more. Oh yeah! In fact, a, a couple of hours after we did the show, then parts of Accra started telling. You know, Mr. Brahma had said that mm. the situation had been resolved and that it will take time for people to get the water. So he was we probably hope right. That there will be water hope on a more consistent basis. That wave is the point. Is not so the heat wave is also affecting. It's not drying up our our water sources <laughs> that was the new super review coming up next is the city business news stay with us this is the city breakfast show the city's biggest conversation city business news coming up next Neil latte latte sponsored by goyle mtn and old mutual it's a wrap-up of all the business stories for the morning all right, so Neil Artis in the house. The news is also brought to you by Old Mutual. Ten years of greatness in Ghana. Here for a lifetime. Good morning, Neil. Good morning, Bernard. Hello to you out there. Welcome to the breakfast edition of City Business News, proudly brought to you by MTN, Goyal Access Bank, and Old Mutual. Coming up. World Bank approves $300 million for Ghana to support projects in the 2024 budget and drive macroeconomic stability, plus CD performance to improve after Bank of Ghana's account was officially credited with second tranche of the IMF cash. It's midweek. Thank you for joining us. I am Ni Lati Lati. Details of our stories now. And the executive board of the World Bank has approved 300 million US dollars for Ghana to aid the country's economic recovery and spare developmental growth. The funding comes under the World Bank's development policy operation after Ghana successfully passed its first review with the IMF. This 300 million US dollars is the first in a series of three operations from the World Bank as part of its broad engagement for crisis response and resilience in Ghana. 
according to the World Bank. This support should improve financial sector stability, private sector growth, improve energy sector financial discipline, and strengthen social and climate resilience. Overall, the money will be used to fund projects and programs in the 2024 budget. However, the World Bank wants this to be supported by reforms which will strengthen domestic revenue mobilization, control expenditure, safeguard financial sector stability while removing barriers to private investment. Following this approval, Finance Minister Ken Uforiata says this financing should ease Ghana's fiscal constraints, sustain the momentum of economic recovery while protecting the poor and vulnerable. Meanwhile, it is expected that this 300 million US dollars will be transferred to Ghana as soon as possible. And there is strong optimism for improved sentiment towards the local currency fueled by the inflow of the second tranche of the $600 million IMF bailout package and this latest additional budgetary support from the World Bank. Although the Ghana CD has experienced 2% depreciation against the dollar this year, raising concerns among market observers. Here is Emmanuel Opon with more. Despite the central bank's 11.6 million spot market cushion, last week saw the CD yielding ground to major trading currencies such as the British pound and the US dollar. The week concluded with a CD trading at a mid-rate of 12 CDs, 52 passwords to the dollar in the retail market. Notably, the local currency also saw a decline against the pound and euro in retail trading. Market watchers, however, expressed confidence that that the release of the IMF's second tranche will send positive signals potentially bolstering the local currency. A news desk report. The Chamber of Petroleum Consumers Ghana, COPEC, has welcomed the release of the $600 million from the IMF given its projected impact on forex for petroleum pricing. COPEC anticipates that this injection will contribute significantly to stabilizing the CD and reduce the cost of fuel at the pumps for consumers. Duncan Amwa is Executive Secretary of COPEC. Chances are that the city could gain some stability against the dollar. How long that could last, the answer I wouldn't have at this point. But in the interim, uh, it could give Ghanaian some relief if the city was able to reduce to about 11 exchange to a dollar or even 10 exchange to a dollar. That could only mean that fuel prices would decline. But anything other than this, I'm afraid the city already looks quite volatile. Uh, the performance has not been that sterling for 2024, then maybe there will be sustained fuel price reductions across board. Executive Secretary of the Chamber of Petroleum Consumers, Ghana, Kopec, Duncan Amwa, isn't it a good time to take you to the interbank foreign exchange markets where banks trade amongst themselves? The dollar gained a peso selling at 11 CDs, 97 pesos, the British pound lost 8 pesos selling at 15 CDs, 15 pesos. The euro gained 93 pesos as well, selling at 13 CDs, 96 pesos. However, as some forex bureaus in the capital, the dollar is selling at 12 CDs, 50 pesos, while the British pound could be sold to you at 15 CDs, 65 pesos, that of the euro going for 14 CDs, 20 pesos. 
Away from that, and the Center for Environmental Management and Sustainable Energy is urging government to shift its attention towards improving efficiency in the power sector rather than solely concentrating on revenue mobilization. The Center highlights the need to close existing revenue loopholes within the sector, underscoring the importance of implementing an effective cash waterfall mechanism. Director of the Center, Benjamin Insia, says continuous taxation and push for an imposition of VAT on electricity can potentially exacerbate the plight of households and industry. For us to have an efficient, very productive sector, government must also begin to close certain revenue drainages or the revenue loopholes within the power sector because we cannot continue to lose 30% of electricity supply to ECG. We cannot continue uh, to sign certain contracts uh, that continue to burden our books. And we must also uh, effectively implement uh, the cash waterfall mechanism. I think that when we begin to look at the supply side of the problem and the demand side, we mostly focus on revenue. Uh, this problem of uh, cash liquidity or maybe uh, some financial distress within the power sector will be solved. However, if we don't go that way and continue to think that taxing, taxing, taxing will solve the problem, uh, will push most of our people into poverty, collapse our industries, and then the problem is not still solved. You heard the director for the Center for Environmental Management and Sustainable Energy, Benjamin Insia. Moving on, the Food and Beverages Association of Ghana, Fabak, has criticized calls for the reintroduction of the Import Restrictions Bill. The bill, which aims to restrict the importation of 22 selected items, has been suspended for further consultations. But the Association of Ghana Industries, AGI, wants the bill to be relayed in Parliament to cushion small businesses. This Fabak disagrees, saying stakeholders should rather advocate for a more business-friendly environment to propel private sector growth. John Awuni is Executive Chairman of Fabak. I have lost focus in the sense that there are a lot of issues that affect the industry. And members of the Association of Ghana Industry are also members of the Food and Beverage Association. And there are too many things that the, the leadership of the uh, AGI will need to talk about that affect industry in the country. The carbon emissions tax, for instance, that has been introduced, is going to woefully affect industry. ECG emits carbons equally. And most of the industrial players in the country use ECG massively. And so if ECG is going to be taxed, their carbons are, they are going to pay for carbons, they will transfer that to industry. And that will also affect the cost of production in industry. John Awuni is executive chairman of the Food and Beverages Association of Ghana, FABAC. Now, chief executive officer of the Ghana Investment Promotion Center, GIPC, Yofi Grant, is strongly advocating for the integration of digitization across all sectors of the local economy to enhance formalization. He contends that formalizing the economy is crucial in addressing gaps in the country's revenue mobilization process. Yofi Grant made these remarks on the sidelines of the Ghana Mutual Prosperity Partnerships Roundtable Framework with German businesses in Ghana. We haven't widened our nets enough to be able to, you know, collect the taxes. But as, as I've mentioned to you, the structure of our economy makes it difficult. When 85% of your economy is SMEs and SMEs, and a lot of them are informal. Um, and so with digitalization, the, the view is that we can formalize them, then collect the right taxes and broaden the tax net, as well as collect the right taxes. And I think that is what's important. And in that sphere, I'm not sure the investors are saying they won't pay taxes. No, they won't pay taxes. And you know there's a global, the new global tax law which says that 
regardless of where you are, you should pay a minimum tax of 15%. So the question is that they will be taxed. CEO of the Ghana Investment Promotion Center, Yofi Grant. There, finally, before we go, the Ghana Enterprises Agency, in partnership with the Mastercard Foundation, is set to roll out a $55 million business in a box project. The project, which targets young persons from 13 to 35 years, is aimed at equipping over 250,000 youth with startup kits and financial resources to create jobs across the country. The initiative spans a period of four years starting this year. Speaking at the event, Vice President Dr. Mohamed Baumia noted that the project will particularly focus on the youth, persons with disabilities and women entrepreneurs. The BizBox will focus on expanding business formalization, product certification, and provide access to startup kits, particularly in the agricultural and agri-adjacent sectors. The primary focus groups of this intervention are the youth that is aged between 15 and 35, persons with disabilities, vulnerable females, majority women-owned businesses, and female youth-led businesses. Vice President Dr. Mohamed Baumia ending the breakfast edition of City Business News on 97.3 CTFM. It is proudly brought to you by MTN Girl Access Bank and Old Mutual. Join us at 1 p.m. for the afternoon's edition of City Business News and later at 8.50 p.m. on City TV for CNR Business. But for now, you can visit citynewsroom.com forward slash business for more on our top stories. My name is Ni Latte Latte. Do have a good business day. The news was also brought to you by Old Mutual. 10 years of greatness in Ghana. Here for a lifetime. Join the conversation on the City Breakfast Show on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash city97.3, Twitter at twitter.com forward slash city973, and Instagram at instagram.com forward slash city973 with the hashtag CityCBS. Unleashing the power of Reddit Radio. This is City 97.3. 14 minutes past 7. This is the City Breakfast Show. It's 24-0124. Beautiful numbers. And this, of course, time for kickoff. Brought to you by Lesheho. 2024 comes with good news from Lesheho Savings and Loans. Don't allow the hectic back-to-school season to steal the New Year's joy. We've reduced our interest rates for you from now till April 30 in the Lesheho back-to-school promo. Yeah, we've reduced our rates for payroll loans significantly. Apply for a back-to-school loan today. Sort out the family's educational needs. Process is simple. Call or WhatsApp Kafui on 0270 or 0270 Remember, terms and conditions apply. Let's share Let's improve life. Gabby Ofer is joining us. More surprises. Mauritania beating Algeria. Yeah, Afcon is getting strange. Yeah, this this Afcon is um, always providing with uh, some shocks. But Cape Verde, I'm not surprised. Equatorial Guinea, Mauritania. Yes, there are no minos in African football exactly. anymore. Exactly, it tells you that if you don't do your things right, look. Algeria is down. Cote d'Ivoire is down. Cameroon Ghana struggled is down. themselves, but they managed yes. to qualify. So the mm-hmm. traditional names don't play. Agronifem. 
it might very well be game over for Algeria before the final whistle sounds. There it is! History has been created! A story of rise and resilience from Mauritania. Alright, it's a Mauritanian goalkeeper, Babaka. Nyasa the hero last night to keep the Lions of Shigwente in the game. The win is Mauritania's first in the history of the AFCON and that takes them to the round of 16 at the expense of Algeria. More from the African Cup of Nations. Also, Chris Hutin will no longer serve as head coach of the Black Stars after Ghana's exit at the tournament. All of that plus some updates from the Australian Open and some local boxing. Alright, my name is Gabby Offen. We start off from the corridors of the uh, Ghana Football Association because uh, they announced that Black Stars head coach Chris Hutton uh, has been relieved of his duties. The decision was taken after Ghana crashed out of the AFCON without a win in their three group games. The FA said it will uh, in the coming days provide a roadmap on the future of the Black Stars. Meanwhile, Nilante Vanderpoel, former sports minister, is calling for a complete restructuring of the Football Association to enhance the performance of the national football team. When we have a situation where individuals are involved in club management, these same individuals are in the football management of the country. They are also agents and managers of players and also agents and managers of technical people. It becomes difficult for us to be able to avoid the situation of conflict of interest. And this is affecting morale in and among our players. It's, it's, it's sickening and we must talk about it. I will agree with people who think that the whole GSA must be restructured. I will totally agree. The alternative is having an interim manual committee to look at how we are footballers. Alright, we still with uh, the restructuring breaks of the Football Association and sports analyst John Boafo uh, speaking on the AFCON Daily Show on CTTV yesterday. Also, believes the Football Association needs uh, in-house cleaning, adding that sack increase Uten doesn't solve all the problems facing the senior national team. I mean, that, that, that is some... We, we definitely need some, some in-house cleaning. And I think that it's not only on the coaching part, it also needs to happen at the federation level. The big wigs at the GFA really need to sit down and see what's going on because uh, over the last, in the recent past, let, let's say, Ghana has underperformed and we can't say that it's only because of the players. We have a crop of talented players that are playing in some of the biggest clubs in, in, in Europe and it takes a talented and a good player to be able to perform and to start in some of these clubs that they're, they're starting in. So uh, we can't lay, lay all the blame on the players. We also need to look at the backroom staff. We also need to look at the coaches. We also need to look at the federation level. Are they really doing all that they can to create a an atmosphere, um, uh, an environment that can is conducive to, 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 to performance? I, I doubt that. All right, and so the question is, what next for the Black Stars of Ghana? We'll keep you updated in regards to who comes in as the next coach. Uh, we touched on last night's game saying that Group C and D of the African Cup of Nations, Angola, officially checked themselves into the round of 16 with a hard-fought 2-0 victory over Burkina Faso. In the Group D match played at the Yamusokro's Charles Conan Bani, 
Stadium, Mauritania also recorded by far the most shocking results of the African Cup of Nations after beating Algeria at the Stade de la Pax in Boaké. Uh, the indomitable Lions of Cameroon also defeated Gambia 3-2 in their last group game. Uh, the victory means Cameroon have qualified to the knockout stage with four points. At the part of the Gambians, Tom Seinfeld, who is the head coach, has resigned immediately following their exit from the AFCON. Well, defending champion Senegal rubber stamped their place in the round of 16 after second half goals from Abdullahi Sek and Iliman Indiai securing the alliance of Taranga a 2-0 victory in Boaké. Later today, we've got Namibia taking on Mali, the South Africa up against Tunisia at 5pm, Tanzania take on DR Congo at 8pm, then Zambia is up against Morocco and it's all to take and that uh, two groups so keep you updated and we've got live video convention city 97.3 for you well to some boxing story in the ghana olympics uh boxing team also known as the black bombers are currently camping in cape coast ahead of the olympics and the 13th african games with some of set to represent ghana once again in the coming month now head coach for the black bombers Ophoria Sari believes Techi's career has not taken a hit despite the current setbacks the young boxer is currently facing in his professional career. I believe uh, all is, is not, that professional uh, achievement is also waiting for him after the uh, Olympics or the African Games. He can still go back and, uh, and, and continue. So uh, his decision of going to professional and then coming back to the uh, I, um, I see it like a, uh, a challenge. And uh, he tries, and he's still uh, struggling to be able to uh, uh, pave a way for himself because um, his whole life is also very, very important. So there are some decisions that it is him that has to take that decision. Me, as a coach, I'll be around always to uh, support him, uh, help him in terms of... All right, so that's uh, Black Mamba's head coach, Ophira Sari, speaking. Uh, then now let's get to Europe and uh, Chelsea blew away Middlesbrough with a run punt first half display to record a 6-2 aggregate victory and clinch their place against Ada Liverpool of Fulham uh, who are in action later tonight in the other second leg of the Carabao uh, Cup final. Bro stand the Blues with a 1-0 win at the Riverside Stadium in the first leg and had genuine ambitions of becoming the first EFL side to eliminate Premier League opposition in the semi-final since Bradford knocked out Aston Villa 11 years ago. Yes, Chelsea boss Mauricio Pochettino, who says he's hungry to win trophies. Yes, I think it's really important for us. Of course, we are going to have a full and a Liverpool uh, and, um, to um, amazing team that is going to be difficult. But of course, I think now is the moment to believe that we can win. And of course, now we need to prepare a Friday the game against Aston Villa. But I think it's important. I think it's an important step for us because it's, it's the confidence and the belief in, in ourselves. I think it's so important and then that is going to help. All right, so that's uh, Chelsea boss Mauricio Pochettino speaking. Uh, there. Well, the other Carabao Cup uh, second semi-final, second leg, which is coming up is uh, between Fulham up against Liverpool at uh, the Craven Cottage. And uh, we stay with Liverpool because Mohamed Salah has uh, he suffered an injury at the African Cup of Nations. And according to Liverpool, the injury is worse than feared. And the assistant coach for Liverpool, Pepe Linders, had this to see on Mo Salah's injury. Let me first say the one you should never doubt the commitment of Mo Salah. I never met a guy, a player, but also a human being who's more committed to 
the life of being a professional football player. And um, I know the country is devastated losing him. We were devastated to hear that he uh, got injured. He plays the first game, scores, assists, captain, massive importance, of course. But the only reason why he, our medical team and their medical team decided for him to come back is to give him the best possible chance to be available in the final if Egypt reached the final. All right, so that's uh, Liverpool assistant coach Pepe Lenders on Mo Salah's injury. Uh, he picked up at the African Cup of Nations. In tennis, Hubert Yukas is currently taking on Daniel Medvedev in the quarterfinal of the Australian Open. Later, Alexander Zerev will face Carlos Alcaraz of Spain at 9.45 p.m. For the women's singles, Diana uh, Yashremska is still wins away from him late in Britain's Emerald Canu after beating Linda Nuskova to reach the semi-finals of the Australian Open. Later at 8.15 a.m., we've got Anna Kalinskaya from Russia facing Queen Wenzhen from China. So that's it with regards to the Australian Open. We touch on some Formula 1 because Madrid will join the Formula 1 calendar and host the Spanish Grand Prix from the 2026 season. And the Spanish capital will stage a new race on circuit on a 3.4-mile 20-corner layout in the area around the city's Ifema Exhibition Centre which is 10 miles from the city centre and close to the international airport. That's all the latest for today. For more stories, you can head to citysportsonline.com. Kickoff was proudly brought to you by Shell and La Shell. My name is Gabby Offer. Do take care of yourself and bye-bye. This is the City Breakfast Show. The city's biggest conversation. The City Breakfast Show. Rise above the noise. Seven thirty-two. We're still on the city breakfast show today. It's a nice, nice, nice number. Twenty-four zero one twenty-four. Twenty-four January twenty twenty-four. Happy glorious sixtieth to Nana Hima Azumi or Azumi Ayin Nabum the first. Northness Queen Mother for Suhum Ominaku from your in-law Raisa of NIA DRO Koforidua. Also wishing a happy birthday to Ajua Van Vika. This year I shall keep the message really simple. I thank God for your life. You've been a blessing to the children and myself. We love you and pray for good life and for, we pray for long life and joy for you. Coming in from your husband Van Vika to you, Ajua Van Vika. 
Well, yesterday I was at Ada to uh, commission a project we had built, and Nathan, I need to tell you that it was really refreshing <laughs> to see when something you start uh, sees the light of day to yes. the extent that you can actually uh, commission it. We were with the DCE, the uh, traditional leaders, the yes. assembly members. It was a real joy. We'll talk about that later on the show. I want to say a big thank you to all who supported us. This is just the second <laughs> building. We have another building that we will be commissioning in the next 10 days. This is in Pando Toko, which is a place that got flooded after the spillage reduced because they also had massive flooding. Our building projects in uh, Mepe going up very quickly. We've yes. reached the lintel level. Yes. Um, what about the one in Nibakpa? Nibakpa, it started. With, okay. th- there was a challenge with the land, but we've resolved it. So that project's also started. So, um, yeah, so those two. The, the Nibakpa one is a clinic with some bungalows that's coming up pretty rapidly. The new Nibakpa, the team is working as well on that. That's a much bigger project. Yes. And then um, we will also be doing more relief donations because some people have been reaching out to us saying that they need some items. We'll be going to those places as well. So, lots of things happening, Nathan, on the voter spillage front. But yesterday, Ada was amazing. We planted trees as well. So, yesterday, we built a 200, uh, how was it, 200, I don't know, what's the word, 200 person, 200 bed, yeah, 200 bed, eight dorm facility, which will be converted into a skills training center by the Ada East District. And we planted, indeed, we planted about five trees, but I'm told we'll plant trees all over. Mm. the place because it's in a plane it's in a higher ground okay and um we also give them a corn meal a diesel powered <laughs> corn meal <laughs> i tell you yeah you know which this guy used to do uh, corn meal when he was young yes he, yeah, one of the things he, he, did. he said that yeah. I, I, l- let me ask you a question from the perspective of a listener who's curious mm-hmm. you mentioned that the um the building would be turned into a skills training center yeah now, I, I'm asking this question because somebody asked me this. Mm-hmm. What's the plan for ensuring that, one, the building is as functional as we want it to be for a sustained period and yeah. it will not fall into disrepair? Because lots of people have that worry and you can understand that it's a genuine worry. Yeah, so that's a really great question. Um, the, the truth is that this particular project was done with local knowledge. So we, we spoke to the assembly. Okay. And the the this assembly negotiated with the traditional leaders to give us the land. Okay. So the the building is not too far from the district assembly, and all the buildings are in the district assembly area. So that's number one. Uh, the district assembly would help. So it's basically on their land. On, okay. So they have an eye on this. Indeed, the DC was very active uh, in all of this. So I feel that look, our job is not to run skills training of centers. Course. We build it and we give it out. Yeah. I think that this district is committed. Indeed, the tree planting was at the behest of the DCE. All right. So I, I suspect that they will have a, a keen interest in this. Okay. And then they have programs that run to do skills training already. I mean, that's, that's uh, so important. they would bring more equipment in there. One of the lessons I've learned is if you're trying to do something sustainable, don't try and like be a hero and go and do everything yourself because you can't you don't live there with the people you don't live there the people so you need to find those who live there and work with them just make sure you find credible people and you are you are you are bipartisan and you work with different teams you don't because there's a lot of local politics you don't you don't know but i think sarah Pobi is solid sarah Pobi is solid I mean, dc course, you mean, could tell you can tell she, she's yeah yeah you know when you when you go there the people the rec sec sorry the dissect they, they really respond to her well 
the chiefs really like her she talks to the people in both dangbe and english they listen to her you know she's dynamic you know so i i'm quite hopeful that they will do it well you know and you're right we are doing it in so many places that we cannot con- constitute ourselves into a, 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 how did i put it um we we we, 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 we can't, can't run yes, this yes, yes. You, so you they essentially will, can't they have a program to run it and that's what we will do i'm sure when some comes you talk more about that on the show today but it's just gratifying to see that yes. what began as a radio report you know and i was saying yesterday that it's a mix of many things Res- responsive reporting right you go where the problem is then there's also local leaders so there's a, an assemblyman called Sewonu. great guy he called sanda did an interview mm-hmm. with him indeed the dc is sort of pa is the one who le- who led sanda to the key places and then when sanda spoke to the assemblyman this assembly was very articulate and also very concerned about his people because they were in communities that were cut off mm-hmm. in fact he even got me to interview him on the show that the next morning all right and then we went back with the donation and then the assembly came to support and then there was all this happening and then they said look we need this thing that you should build so you can sell a lot of things happen in a very short period yeah. of time and I'm really grateful for that kind of work, yes. You know, for me, I just want to say that mm-hmm. I am, this highlights the fact that if you put very competent people in running spaces, you know, the, the, at the, in terms of local governance, it can really work. And I think it, it's, it falls on the political party since clearly they have, they play a key role in selecting the people who ultimately become MCEs or DCs or people running these spaces. Mm-hmm. That they need to think above yes. all these little, little party considerations yeah. and start to think about competence because mm-hmm. this situation has really shown yeah. that if you have people with the right mindset, yeah. the ability to mobilize, the ability yeah. to lead, the ability yeah. to to drive and get things done, yeah. our local spaces will be far, far better off than they currently are. But the, the other insight, I agree with you 100%. The other insight I glean though is that one of the reasons why conflicts persist in our local communities is that solving them is complicated and the political parties see nobody votes for us so it's, it's easier for us to do many things like when you go somewhere and some people say we are not happy you're like you know what we are coming to build for you we, we would work with those who want to work with we us we don't have any interest uh, now if if we're running for elections or we're government or an opposition it's more complex because we need votes mm. now the need for votes changes the calculus of local development if you want to subject yourself to that need that's why people say that if you want development we need a leader who is not thinking about the second term mm. because sometimes the the need to please the whims of voters of compromises clouds yes. because we all know the right thing to do but some people will feel unhappy some people will say we won't vote for you some people will punish you at the poll so all those considerations means that the right decision is not taken. So while the problem is not voting, some of it is the way leaders calculate what their mandate is. No. I think once you're voted in, you prioritize state over party and government. So when you are made a president or a DC or whatever, whether somebody is MPP or NDC, you are in charge of the space and you make sure you do the right thing. That's the, I think that's the f- failure of our leaders where they think, you know what, I need to preserve myself in power. I need to make sure my, t- my, my party gets more votes. So I'll go and start selling ideas to get re- voted for again. Do you get it? And I need more money to buy more delegates and therefore I'll cut corners. I'll reduce the... Do you get it? So the, the corruption is, po- is based on the fear of not having enough and wanting to perpetuate yourself in power. Oh, yes. So if the people who are elected... So the problem is not election. The people who are elected interpret their mandate to be i have a development mandate for the populace 
whether they are ended. So, for example, I think it's disappointing for the president to go anywhere and say they didn't vote for me and therefore I lost interest. That's terrible. That's a bad mindset. A president shouldn't say that. That oh, I, I, I came yes. to Mepe, but even though people don't vote for us, I still came. Let's, let's, or I came to a Kumfi, and because you didn't vote for the MP of my party, God. I lost interest. That is not what, once you have voted for. Okay, so what about the 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 forty seven percent who voted for you who live in the same area? Do you get it? In fact, what about the place we've voted for you? Yeah. You know, it is a very bad thing to say. So I think that the insight I've gleaned from this is. You, you need to work with people on the ground, but your objective has to be clear. Yeah. You don't need any appendage of wanting to be voted for or needing to cut any corners. Right? I'm not there to gain your favor for votes. I am there to deliver a project that, we've all, that we all know you need and have a very limited period of time and I have to work within the structures given me. Okay. Maybe later on we can talk more about the reflections yeah. of working in. There are also differences and there are things I've noticed that all communities have chieftaincy issues <laughs> and see. you always have to be careful how you proceed mm. when you start engaging somebody make sure you know you are talking to all the people and some of the politicians have mastered this so <coughs> they, they they know how to navigate those choppy waters if you're not very skilled at doing that you will run into roadblocks you need to look at the local issues a lot of our assembly men are good i i i'll say to you that in the past two and a half months my respect for assemblymen has gone up. Irrespective of each party they belong to. Of course, they are not necessarily running for party, but you can tell that they, they, they care about their people. You know, they should actually... I, I, I want to urge the local government ministry in to, to do a conversation among affected assembly people to share their lessons. If they can have a, a conversation, maybe with the local government institute, where they can bring assemblymen in affected flood communities to talk about what this flooding has taught me about development, what disaster has taught me about leadership. All right, I think it's very, very important. And for anybody who's interested in high-level politics, go and work in an assembly. You know, go and work in an assembly because you have to account for people. This morning, um, a gentleman sent <coughs> Richard Mensah a message, and I'm going to read it to you just to give you a sense of how serious assembly. He sent an email to Richard Mensah, which he forwarded me. Said, "Good evening, CTTV Management. My name is Chekofi Jupiter Azieto, Assembly Member for Dofa, Didome Electoral Area, and the North Town District, Volta Region." The village, the space has affected over 500 individuals from five communities, namely Dofo Tong, Dofo Asimekope, Dofo Jadamko, Dofo Vupe, and Dofo Tomekope. Their buildings were destroyed and their farmlands flooded as well. I've heard of the good work you are doing as a media house and would like to seek your assistance for the communities mentioned. The communities were camping at Dofo Adidome Primary School. But because of lack of essential supplies like food and water, the bull have had no choice than to go back to their former place and put up rubber house and some stay with relatives. There are a few people also in the camp at the moment. Then he gives his phone number and says to contact him. Now, it will shock you that this guy, when you go, he will give you a list of people, names, house numbers, families. Okay. And then, based on engagement, something can happen. A lot of assemblymen did this during the flooding period. And I'm saying that for those of us who believe that we want to help Ghana do better, we need to go and understand the local governance system again, see the bottlenecks, and see how we can make it function much better. 744. The other big story is that the Black Stars head coach, Chris Hutton, has been fired. I'll take a few comments on that from my resident <laughs> pundits. <laughs> you know the funny thing, guys? What? Every time in the past, when Black Stars coach is such a big deal, because it's like, yeah, they've started the coach. Bring a new coach. 
They've sacked uh, this guy. Bring Milo. Uh, Doya. Bring Milo. Bring Gwesi up here. Bring Otoado. Do you know what? I don't even care. Mm. It's not as big a story anymore. I don't even think if I were reading the news at 6 a.m., I'll make it my lead story. Mm. In Ghana? Charlie. Because I know that it's not going to change much. So even though it's a big story that the coach has been sacked, like 10 years ago, if you sacked the national coach, it's a major story. Yes. Today, it's almost like we knew it was going to go anyway. And it's almost like there's a revolving door. They're going to bring mm. somebody else. He will come in. They will do some fanfare. They will do a press conference. They will give him some target. Qualify for the World Cup. Mm. Da, 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 da. He will come. How much is he going to pay? They won't mm. tell you. They will do some shenanigans. Huh? Then they will appoint him. He will start on a nice note. Draw some one or two games. Mm. Then they will go to the World Cup and repeat the same crap. Mm. But So the- for me, sucking Chris Yuting is not even the beginning. Yes, but the difference here, perhaps within this, is the skill of the uproar. Mm. You see, um, initially, like you said, this would be handled as oh, we are one of those things. But there's a national sense of embarrassment at the moment. Are you sure? Oh yes. There's a national sense. Look, no matter there what we... Ghanaians are telling you, <coughs> Ghanaians are embarrassed. Okay, national. What... I'm not yes. talking. Okay, I thought maybe you said the, 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 the FA. No, no, no. There's a national sense of embarrassment that Ghana. At two Afcons back to back. back to the word is no embarrassment. The word is disappointment. Ghanaians <laughs> no. are embarrassed. No, I'll give you a better word. Give me two seconds. Okay. Ghanaians are tired. No. They are not tired. They are not tired. They are tired. They are, are, they are they are they are it's more like chagrin. They are they are like anger mixed with disappointment. No, they are embarrassed. Embarrassed? I'm telling you. You see, after Cote d'Ivoire lost 4 0 at home, we're embarrassed. How does drawing 2 2 with. How does drawing 2 2 with. Uh, you know this, why? It's not even embarrassed. Yeah, I'm telling you, there's a growing sense of embarrassment, and I'll tell you why. It's, it's not more, even, it's more. Look, a lot of. A lot of it's, there, I get the word. Disenchantment. Ghanaians are disenchanted with the black stars, and they are like, you know what? I've had it. Disenchanted for a very long time. But they've never been embarrassed. I'm telling you. Bernard, I went out in the first round. The Black Stars have been shooting since 2020. Bernard, I'm coming. Algeria went out yesterday. How are you embarrassed by Hold on. Do you know what happened yesterday? Yesterday, the Algeria hotel, have you seen the videos? The supporters were trying to enter the hotel. But they had won AFCON in 2019. I'm saying that a team hasn't won AFCON in 40 years. To say that going out in the first round is an embarrassment means that you even think too highly of yourself. But we've always thought highly of ourselves. We haven't done anything. But do you think that the number of fans, people... Look, it wasn't just the state-sponsored fans who went to... You go on. It wasn't just the state-sponsored fans who went to Abidjan. Yeah. I know a lot of people for whom this was their first proper Afghan experience. People drove from Kumasi overnight to Cote d'Ivoire to watch Ghana and come back. People took this as a week off, weekend off, to go to Cote d'Ivoire mm-hmm. and come. So there were a lot of just your average Ghana fans who went there with a certain sense of pride that, oh, Ghana has come. Ghana will showcase its place again. There is a sense of national embarrassment. Viewers, hold on. I'm coming. What, Let me is, finish the, my what point. is the strongest emotion you feel about the black stars? Is it embarrassment? Is it disdain? Is it disenchantment? Is it anger? Is it resignation? Is it I don't blank care? And <laughs> that embarrassment is manifested by the front page of the Daily Graphic today, which says, No, 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 these aren't our black stars. This is not disenchantment, it's embarrassment. Everybody is embarrassed by the performance of the Black Stars, which is why there might be an opportunity that we've not had before 
It's you, the football people, who are embarrassed. We, the non-football people, we never had any hope that they were going to do anything. And we are just like, you know what? I need something else to do. Yeah. I, I need to save my heart because I'm about 40. I don't want to give my heart to these guys. So it's more like you are in a toxic relationship that you want to end. <laughs> and the person you are in a relationship with it's like blowing hot or cold. And they give you a reason to say, no, this guy, I'm not going to talk to this guy again. Mm. Because this guy, doesn't, it's not even worth my time. So you're you. in that period of relationship where you're going to say, look, you know what? I'm, I, for my mental health, I'm going to stop texting this guy. <laughs> and I'm going to give myself like two months to think about whether I even want to be with him again. Uh-huh. And hopefully I'll find something else to do which will even take my mind off this guy. Mm-hmm. This is where we are. We are in a talking relationship with a bad partner who keeps disappointing us. So it's not embarrassment. The black stars, we are disenchanted. We've lost interest in the relationship. We are just going through the motions. No. We will stop no, texting see. them. We will not watch them again. Says who? Now, ah, why is it that now they start to even get fans? Kumasi. Which ah, is, black uh-huh. stars have not even filled the stadium again. Uh-huh. Which brings we are disenchanted. Listen to me. You take so me. your disenchantment point is right. Which is why the mantra of the team for the past four years has been of the FA, yeah, bring but, back the love. Uh-huh. Ah! Bring back the love, yes. Which is why I'm telling you that the disenchantment has always been there. The uproar that you are having is now is not born out of disenchantment. It's born out of us feeling embarrassed by the national team. It was disappointment at the way we lost the game. No, I'll tell you something. If you look at the raft of emotions that have appeared in this, Journalists have always covered tournaments where we've been disappointed. We went out in the first round last year. Mm-hmm. The journalists entered the mix zone to hoot at players. No. This AFCON... It, it happened. And if you listen to the sentiments, mm-hmm. it was because they were like, ah, what is this? <laughs> Lo- if you will lose, lose with pride. Yeah, it was such a terrible exactly. way to and lose. That is, so that response is born out of feeling embarrassed because you meet somebody from another place and what even adds to the embarrassment is the fact that Countries that hitherto we thought were not at our level, even mm. have and have been catching up Charlie, on I, our blind side, boy are doing well. Not I, just that Omo Boy Asumo. Others, so we are watching Mauritania we're like, ah, Ghana. Keep I, was, I was about Equatorial to say, last, ah, night, last, last night, a yeah. raft of tweets. Mm-hmm. People were talking about how the Mauritanian players, they, were, they gave everything, they Charlie. left everything on the pitch. Charlie. And I tweeted that the way people are talking and praising Mauritania in that same vein, it highlights how people are disappointed with them. Yeah. It's embarrassing watching a team like Mauritania fighting toe to toe with Algeria. Even, Moza- then, even Mozambique wanted, even black. Mozambique wanted it more. If you watch the game against Mozambique, oh, yes. they ran as ragged. They were, they didn't want to lose. No. You know, yes. they kept fighting, even though they knew they couldn't qualify. Yes, you know, and we had two goals to go. Six minutes to go, and we're all over, and we're like disorganized. So, so the point you made two days ago is key here. We've created a black stars that is this detached from the people, mm. so they don't feel what we feel, mm. and they don't care. They 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 are going to play in their teams abroad. They'll get mm. their dollars. They'll still get the thirty thousand dollars that will pay them for whatever they can go and do there. So until we we give them a reality check. Mm. We will not get any love from the black stars. Where will the reality check come from? Which is the point I'm going to deal with today. Go ahead. What's the reality check? The reality check is with the government. Not even the FA. No, 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 no. The FA has done what the FA will do, mm-hmm. which is sack. You see, that sack, mm-hmm. this will not be news for you. Mm-hmm. Because what does the FA do? They always sack people. They sack, they bring a new They bring person. a new one. They will go and take Mourinho. Uh-huh. They, they will look for, you know what they do? It's like, again, talk, they will go and look for somebody. It's like they are always, it's like a relationship. The guy is beating you, but every day he brings a new car. 
Yeah. So it's going to give you a new thing. So, oh, we, we, have, we have heard that Ruth Hulit is available. Or Mourinho wants to see, coach the national team. See, then they'll go and bring Mourinho. Then you, funny journalists, will go and say, Hey, Mourinho, will you come and do Catanasio? Will you come and do this? See, we forget all the crap. Yeah. But, uh, you see, a couple of messages have come. Let me read the messages. And then perhaps I will use that to make my point. Abi, could help me one second. Well, yeah. so you're saying that... It, I want you to deal with the issue of what the government is to do. Yes. Because you're saying that the FA has done what they'll do. And the real solution is the government to take the bull by the Because you are talking, you are talking about change. What mm -hmm. is different? Yes. The only thing that will bring the change mm -hmm. is the government saying, "Yeah, FA, you've changed the coach." No problem. But yeah, no problem. But the next four years of your term, <laughs> we, we, you and us, we are going to have a very serious conversation about a lot of things. You are no longer going to be allowed to do A, B, C when it comes to the Black Stars. Two, when it comes to the development. Mm. of the game mm. the state has a responsibility that it has completely ignored for the best part of 20 years mm -hmm. somebody has to wake up to that responsibility i ho hopefully it is mustafa yusif is is the sports is a sports minister in a position to do this i'm asking because look neil antevandapoy was a journalist he became yes. a minister of sports and mp he had very strong views about the black stars even he Mm -hmm. couldn't change much and Neil Ante van der Poy has media networks Neil Ante mm -hmm. van der Poy had a strong constituency mm -hmm. he had the ear of the president mm -hmm. he was a very good sports minister even he mm -hmm. the, the, so are you telling me that what Neil Ante could not do and you see Mustafa can do Neil Ante van der Poy's agenda was twofold and I think he did not have time to complete the second part which would have been the points that I am making the first part was basically to deal with the corruption and the wastage at the top that was his first agenda to deal with because that was annoying Ghanaians. But the second part, which is the key part to avoid future embarrassments, because otherwise we'll change the coach, which is GFA's job. But we'll go back next year. We're going to Morocco in 17 yeah, months. Yeah. So then that's Afghan is in 17 months. Ah, 2025. Yes. Yes. You know, originally this one was supposed to have been. Or 2026. No. no. We are going to the next Afghan in Morocco next yeah, year. Then Afghan was supposed to have been relaxed. The Afghan was supposed to have been played. In we don't want to go. Like, we we want want to mean, let me explain. Uh, the Afghan was supposed to have been played in 2023. <laughs> Due to challenges, it was moved to 2024. Now, CAF cannot play the Afghan in 2026 because it distorts the, the, the whole Africa. Now, we are not serious. So, 2025. The, like, the, the CAF itself is not serious. So, in 17 months, we are going to Morocco. <laughs> to go and repeat this crap. Yes. We are going to Morocco. Middle of the year. Next year. The president should say Wungo. No, he can't say Wungo. But what the president, through his minister, can say is that we are taking charge. Yeah. You see, everybody talks about, oh, but wouldn't they say interference? You see, the setup mm -hmm. of our current law mm -hmm. actually allows the Ghana Football Association to do its job and the government, government of Ghana to do its to job, do its job mm -hmm. without getting in each other's way. It also allows for the application of common sense Mm -hmm. which is what we have never applied because like <laughs> I, I, I spoke about previously mm -hmm. there's too much money at the black stars level mm -hmm. this will continue chopping the money mm -hmm. but what we are interested in is that next year World Cup qualifies also on the horizon let's, that's a washout let's not even think about that but knowing our football people they are going to focus all their attention on the World Cup as a redemption point the government the government mm -hmm. has been embarrassed this is embarrassing for the government mm -hmm. so the World Cup is an opportunity yes, they'll sell that make a prediction mm -hmm. for you Bonuses are going to go up. So those two is the same. They are, they are because they think that the same broken system. Because they feel that well, Charlie, if we don't offer this pool more money, they were, we, were, we are going to lose to Mali. It won't go to the World Cup. So, it so they are interpreting this from a point of view of motivation of players with money. Rather, you see, and which is oh, why we are here though. today. 
No, but that is what it's always been, which is why our bonuses keep going up, which is why we negotiate all those things. Yesterday, somebody made a fantastic point oh. for me. Let me tell you something. But do you know, in previous years, the only time a national team would see the president is if they won something. Yes. In the past. We, in the past three cycles, we've had the national team meet the president to negotiate salaries. Because I call when I was 91, when the Starless won, yes. then they came to meet Rawlings. Yes. 93. They, they lost in Nigeria. 95. Yes. Came, so, of course, when you get to a final in the a world, final. you can meet a president. Yes, you can meet and a president. it was a big deal because yes. the graphic put on front page. Yes. Met, but now you can meet him anytime. Ah. Didn't we throw players the bus when they were going? Uh, players have met. We stone boy performing. So even right now, NSM Kusev is meeting president. <laughs> even if you win the Sharks quiz, you can meet the president. <laughs> now, so we should stop this one. Players way. are meeting the president like God. No, it's a side point. It's a side point. But we have to, we have to deal with that issue too. Yeah. We'll make it too easy to meet the president. But, but the point is, Charlie, the president is in Make when I beat you in the next quiz. You understand? The next Bible quiz on the radio show. <laughs> I'll go and meet the president. president. Last, the last time the Black Stars salary moved up from 10k to 12k or something mm-hmm. they went with their they, they had folders so they went to do a presentation to the president as to why they should be paid more it's terrible so they are selling a wrong story even to the political even ah. to the, exactly now the political class who don't we, look it's not like they don't understand though bernard what have we not said here what have our other colleagues elsewhere not said about what needs to be done to fix our game long term mm. what has not been said they just won't listen but mm-hmm. I hope the national embarrassment that has come this time mm-hmm. means that they open their ears small to what I'm, I will say for 10 minutes after 8 o'clock. Before we get there, make that big move with a GCB personal loan. You can access up to 400,000 CDs at highly reduced interest rates with a two-month repayment grace period to meet your urgent financial obligations. Whether it's buying a car, building a home, or educational fee payment, call 0800-422-422-GCB, your bank for life. Enterprise Insurance, leader in general insurance since 1924, celebrates 100 years with the Iafinia Moto Insurance promo. One lucky winner will drive off in a brand new Nissan Kicks SUV. First and second runners-up will get off to Dubai, all expenses paid to win, buy, or renew your vehicle insurance with Enterprise between now and June 2024. Visit any of our branches, call 0302-634-777. Enterprise Insurance, your advantage. Zenit Bank has opened the new branch at Medina for those who live in Agbogba, Adenta, Oyarifa, Hacho, or all those areas. We are at the Redco Flats Bar Stop, Claydot Plaza on the Medina Adenta Road. No long distance banking, Wahala. We've got you covered. We look forward to welcoming you to Zenit Bank's Medina branch, Zenit Bank in your best interest. And experience the excellence of a global recognition of a British education combined with convenience and affordability at Lancaster University, Ghana. Expand your horizon, elevate your career prospects with a British degree delivered right to your doorstep. Admissions are currently ongoing for January 2024 intake. Go to lancaster.edu.gh. Contact us via email at admissions at lancaster.edu.gh or call Lancaster on 0302-218-989. Lancaster University, Ghana, the only British university campus in west africa it's eight o'clock tech and social media trends is where we are and it's brought to us by vodafone uh, if you're looking for the best value data and voice offers look no further as vodafone has unbeatable deals made just for you if you enjoy these amazing deals dial star 530 hash or get and get onto any of our vodafone made for me bundles from as little as one cd Vodafone made for me has just got what you need. Vodafone Feather Together. Also brought to you by FBN, and we're rewarding customers 
in the Achi deposit and win promo from now till March 2024. To participate in the promo, you must be a customer of FBM Bank, make a deposit of 550 cities into your current or savings account, then earn an attractive 5% interest rate per annum by moving the deposit into a call account. Keep and grow your deposit over the promo period and you could win smart TVs, deep freezers, air conditioners and more. Call 059-6921921 or visit any bank, any FBN branch today. Meanwhile, at Absa, we believe that you and your car deserve to be rewarded. So get more for your protection with a motor insurance policy from Absa and are written by Hollard Insurance. Our comprehensive third-party or third-party fire and theft motor vehicle insurance policies not only ensure that your vehicle stays protected, but you also get rewarded with fewer vouchers from now till 31st March. The qualifying minimum premium is 482 CDs. Discover how to get things done at absa.com.gh or your nearest Absa branch. Terms and conditions apply. All right, so Nathan, let's get in. Well, yeah, you can imagine <laughs> Black Stars related matters on the trend. So the name Elvira now is also trending. People are mentioning his name as a potential candidate to be Black Stars head coach. Mm. I don't know whether he will leave his job. Where is he now? He's in France coaching the French women's national team. Um, as we speak, we don't know whether he will take up the nobody knows. Um, related trends GFA president Dede Ayu. Mm-hmm. Jiku, uh, Nyantichi, Atizigi, mm. all of them mm. trending. Uh, different conversations around the black stars. Mm. In politics, Chairman Wu to me is trending. Mm. Remember that he's been summoned <coughs> by uh, the Kumasi Traditional Council mm-hmm. uh, to appear for some comments made and all of that. So mm. he has to appear and answer a few questions to some tech news. And um, in the United States, a Texas. A man is suing Macy's and the parent company of Sunglass Hut mm-hmm. after the two companies allegedly relied on error-prone facial recognition technology mm-hmm. to falsely accuse him of armed robbery. Mm-hmm. Now, after being held in jail for nearly two weeks, Harvey Murphy Jr. was released once prosecutors verified he had not been physically present in the state when the robbery occurred. That's what Murphy's attorney told CNN. Now, during his detention, however, Murphy was allegedly attacked mm-hmm. and... Uh, was attacked and raped by three men leaving permanent injuries now Murphy wants 10 million dollars from the companies for what he alleges was a wrongful arrest based on the negligent use of facial recognition software in the latest potential case of mistaking identity wow. involving the controversial technology Nathan This is the City Breakfast Show. The city's biggest conversation. Ah, ah, show I know. Says she's on. No, what's up, my boy? So, ladies and gentlemen, this is your Pastor Donzi, and I bring you greetings from the Church of Christ. Also, one more to them, our friend, Pastor Donzi, our heart, 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 our heart,
Father, as we stand before you, strengthen our heart and light our path like a beam. Beam, beam. Are you answering the stone by Baba singing my for one million? Onya mi saeyi, saeyi, tinu metunyo. Aeyi, saeyi, tinu metunyo. Sabi share my breath with my onya mi ayama. Metunyo na mi radia. Mama yantu na yantu na yantu na yantu. Oni biwa mama ye biye. God, we pray for Ghana, just as it did for Israel. Make us great and strong. Yeah, the Lebanon Ghana, first marching in the Israel. Train the young and the men. We need strong leaders to build the nation to help us solve the problems we face. We need to be one and not the one chasing. This is the police, no baby, baby, baby. Psalm 33:12. That's what is the nation. This God is the Lord. So for the authority, 33:12. So be Christ-like in your neighbor. Also, be Christ-like in your neighbor. I said, be Christ-like in your neighbor. So for be Christ-like in your neighbor. So when it's past eight, see the breakfast show. Don't forget, in the last hour, effective living series continues. Continuous learning and dealing with interruptions in a fast-changing world is our topic. Guest is Samuel Leyim. A CEO, a leadership coach, CTL Africa Leadership, host is Apioko, sponsored by Enterprise Insurance and Hallmark Freight and Logistics Ghana Limited. Watch out for the question and the book you can win at the end of this segment. Couple of quick announcements. During this season, our children sneeze, cough, and fall ill just like that. Therefore, we need to give them the protection they deserve and shield our family against the germs with Dettol Soap. Bathing with Dettol Soap protects you and your family from all or from up to 100 illness causing germs offering you maximum protection Dettol can be used for washing hands Dettol is endorsed by the Ghana Registered Nurses and Midwives Association and it's available in all leading supermarkets across the country and any convenience shop near you Providence Insurance your trusted insurance provider for uh, over 40 years welcomes you to a new year insure your new car or a new existing motor insurance policy from now until end of March and get free gifts such as fuel coupons and several other branded Providence souvenirs. Ras for insurance cover today. Terms and conditions apply. And remember, with Provident, man, you are covered. Um, yeah, before we take the offering, what if the answer to powering and running a clean, efficient, and sustainable business now lies within your reach? What would you do? All you have to do is to reach out to AGI Service Center, AGI Energy Service Center. We provide tailor-made energy saving solutions to companies. We're talking about energy audits, implementation and training of management systems for energy and renewable energy feasibility studies as well. We are a one-stop center for project assistance and market linkages on renewable energy and energy efficiency projects. Call us on 0507-977-902. Message brought to you by AGI in partnership with German Development Corporation and implemented by GIZ. Now, are you back from Christmas and you need cash? I'm sure everybody's answering yes. You have commitments you need to take care of. The Bank of uh, Africa is offering interest rates from as low as 10 
percent for personal loans to meet all these commitments. Public sector workers can get up to 12 months of their salary and disbursement is within 48 hours. Walk into any of Bank of Africa's branches and talk to their dedicated relationship officers for further assistance. Or you can call 0302-429-333 or 0302-249690. This promo runs from now till the end of March 2024. Bank of Africa strong as a group, as close as a partner. Heritage Christian University College is set up to provide a missing link in tertiary education through conviction, character development, creativity, compassion, and community. They are credited by GTIC to the KNUST and UCC, the Adamasaman behind the Olympic Stadium. So if you want to, you know, speak to them and figure out or find out the courses that they offer, call them on 0547-777731 or 0202298399 or visit their website hcuc.edu.gh. Heritage Christian University College Educating Compassionate Entrepreneurial Leaders. Now, if you love the uh, Logo Z in the plastic bottle, I've got great news for you. They have it in a can these days, 330 ml can, and uh, still contains the same old great Logo Z original. So go ahead, grab your Logo Z sleek can, and discover the same unbeatable energy with every sip. Logo Z restore your energy, and this ad is FDA approved. Now, start your year with E, secure your movement with SG Ghana, get insured, and receive free fuel for your car. Buy or renew your sound drive insurance with. SG Ghana from now to the 31st of March and get free fuel up to 500 CDs for your trips. Visit any SG Ghana branch and get the cover you need for your car. SG Ghana, the future is you. Sixteen minutes past eight. A few quick comments on the Black Stars by way of WhatsApp comments. Then I have an email that a lawyer listening sent to me on this matter. Let's read them quickly, Nathan. Just go through them. All right. Day in Rich says, I know colleagues who took leave days to drive from Accra to Cote d'Ivoire to watch Ghana play. Mm. Your feet from mm-hmm. Adenta or from Jolie, sorry. He says, some Ghanaians are humiliated, degraded, disrespected Eish. and totally disregarded. Eish. They should ban football in this country. Even gutter to gutter should be banned. Forgive. This was concerned the blacks. I'm not embarrassed at all. Mm. I'm disenchanted. I simply do not care about those people. They are a bunch of people who do not deserve any good emotions directed to them. Actually, I prayed that they would lose all three games. Echo Ocho in Shy Hills. Mm. This one says, it's the GFA and the football people who should be embarrassed for even thinking we could do anything in this tournament. Mm. We set them up to fail so there's no embarrassment in this but resignation mm-hmm. i'm embarrassed by the black stars playing in Cote d'Ivoire and exiting the group stage is like hosting and leaving in the group stage the world has become so small that now you have friends all over the world who talk to you every day and you are you are not even proud to respond to messages mm-hmm. this one says the problem we have with our teams the moment we lost the match we we lose the match we sack the coach and start all over again how can we fix our errors we need to keep the coach to fix the error for a better future from mystery one mm. well i would say the only reason why you'd keep a coach is if they are signs of improvement mm. shooting and this team they were mm. poor fit mm. fk from hollow in the uk says for me it's a mixture of embarrassment disappointment and anger mm. black stars pay okay mm. tj from buduburam says i was mm. expecting this um out um, analysis by Nathan Godfrey, Coach Chris Benjamin, etc., was on point several months ago. They prepared me emotionally and psychologically. They predicted what will happen and it came to pass. I see. This one says, I was so embarrassed when we drew with Mozambique. Mm. I felt incomplete mm-hmm. and realized that we are doomed as a country. Nothing Eish. works here. The only thing that works 
uh, it's assembly task force clamping people's uh, okay, vehicles vehicles around circle mm. favor in Nanya. Mm. Shalom says we are humiliated as a nation by the performance of our black stars. Mm. Wilson from Hachu, we are ashamed. Mm-hmm. Abdul Sabro in uh, Tamale says, I feel embarrassed about the black stars. This one says, Chris Houston is less than 5% of the black stars' problem. Mm-hmm. How do we expect him to deliver when there's always interference at the top? Mm. People love there decide who to call and even be in the lineup. But the moment there's a mess, the coaches become the sacrificial lambs. Says, are we not a joke? Francis mm. from Community 22. My pushback, Francis, to you is that Chris Hutton, once you are coach, you can stand your ground and you should stand your ground. Mm. Because in the end, you you will get sacked. <laughs> you have to stand your ground. Mm. Frank in Enyinem says, I'm not disappointed that we've been eliminated, but I'm embarrassed by the basic kindergarten <laughs> errors committed by our players. Um, I totally agree with Godfrey. We feel so embarrassed because our country has been has been humil- humiliated on several occasions, even for former African giant status. Several defensive mistakes. Embarrassing. For those saying they don't care, they are just in denial. It's like you have... It's not like you have a choice to leave the relationship. You are a citizen. There's mm. no escaping it. Mm. We rejoiced when, when they were dominating African football. Mm. Jeremy from Adenta. Okay. Charles Nyakwin Sakumana says, I shared the national embarrassment thing. I could not answer a call from my Togolese friend after our last game. This one says, why are you guys surprised? The Black Stars embarrassment is a microcosm and reflecting of how this government is causing us embarrassment on the global political stage. There's nothing to be proud of about Ghana again. Hmm. Ghana's been reveling in old glory. What a shame. We no longer have standards. Chrissy from East Ligon Hills. Hmm. This one says, um, at my workplace, there are Nigerians and an Egyptian with comments such as, Ghana cannot even save itself. The embarrassment is real. Here's an email from G.R. Roxon, a lawyer. Dear Bernard, Ghanaians are embarrassed and incensed. These are the reasons. One, there's little or no commitment and dedication from these players. We've seen others present the Black Stars and we've seen the current players. I was Cameroon versus Gambia. Look at the Gambians, Cape Verde, etc. You can see the eagerness to make their country proud. Practically none from our boys. Two, the political class has been monetized. The Black Stars instead of so have has monetized the black stars instead of letting the players recognize the prestige and honor of representing our team or our nation in these beautiful national colors. At this Afcon, many of us supported the black stars even after they lost to Cape Verde. They had the backing of Ghanaians. Then guess what? It came up to the attention of the country that players were going to earn thirty thousand dollars. Lots of people became outraged because why are you paying them over three sixty thousand cities as qualification bonus? Three, the GFSP added by government must focus on building a proper structure to improve the national team from under 12 to the senior team. The Frefre Kobo won't help the team. We failed to make a proper impact in many of these tournaments. Finally, the GFA government must have a policy on bonuses. They should be able to announce that there won't be payment of any bonuses until the team makes it to the semi-final of AFCON or quarter-final of any tournament. The players can reject the call-up if it's fixated on bonuses. We can't be losing to Comoros, Cape Verde, and these minor teams. This is from Richmond. So it's a mixture of embarrassment and anger. In the meantime, pep soda and charcoal is made of a fine blend of fluoride with a unique combination of natural charcoal, lemon, mint, and zinc to whiten your teeth, strengthen them, and remove bad odor from your mouth. Charcoal white gently polishes away tooth stains and naturally restores your bright smile. And for herbal lovers, try Pepsodent and Herbal Toothpaste, which is infused with a unique blend of green tea and herbal extracts, formulated to repair and protect your gums, 
while giving an all-round cooling sensation. Pepsodent is recommended by the Ghana Dental Association. Call 0800-161-000 to talk to a dentist absolutely free. And don't forget, the second edition of the highly anticipated Africa Prosperity Dialogues happens tomorrow, the 25th, all the way through to the 27th of January, Peduasi Presidential Lodge, Ebri, Eastern Region. Ten exceptional and global African giants will receive the prestigious Africa Prosperity Champions Award for their contribution to Global Africa's Prosperity. That's in the Presidential Gala Dinner on the 26th. And this is where Africa's political and business leaders meet and take actionable decisions and bankable decisions towards building a single African market. Well, get ready for Ghana's biggest building exhibition, the Ghana Institution of Engineering Building Technology Fair, where innovation, expertise, and collaboration come together to shape the future of the building environment. The fair offers you the opportunity to explore the latest advancements, connect with industry leaders, and gain invaluable insights into the ever-evolving field of building engineering. It's happening on the 27th and 28th of January 2024 at the AMA Four Courts, 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. on both days. If you want to register as an exhibitor, call 0201676610. The Building Technology Fair is powered by the Ghana Institution of Engineering and Media Partners at City FM and City TV. Now, for the past 30 years, Downwell Insurance has been uh, your preferred insurance provider for all your general insurance needs and their claims payment capacity is one that you have to experience for yourself it is the best so get in touch with them on 0242 or 0302 and you can get them on whatsapp they have their whatsapp bot 0501-687-806 normal insurance if it must be done it must be done well all right, so the the, the, the sentiments are there. Embarrassed. Embarrassment. Yes. Um, some are talking about disappointment. Some say they resigned. Indifference. There's no mm. passion. So yeah, quite a number of people talking about yeah. this. Yeah, quick just fix. wrap this up for me. Quick fix. Mm. Look, the FA, like I said, has done what the FA would do. Mm. If left to their own things, mm-hmm. we'll be ha- back here in 17 months having the same conversation, firing mm-hmm. another coach. Mm-hmm. Nothing's going to change. Mm-hmm. The players are the same. The way we're producing them are the same. That's not what we need. We need something that is long-term, that is sustainable. That only happens mm-hmm. with the involvement of the state. Some way, somehow, the state has convinced itself that it has no role to play outside of paying for the Black Stars. In fact, the state has to pay for the other national teams. It does not pay. It owes the Black Queens who have qualified. Mm-hmm. owes coaches for 17, 15. does not pay. Everything seems to be focused on the Black Stars. How we have not paid the Black Queens who have qualified for a tournament, but some way somehow found $30,000 to pay as bonuses to the Black Stars if they had qualified, beats my mind. So the state needs to stop thinking that it does not have a role to play. Hmm. Now, the role it has to play comes at the bottom. Mm-hmm. Look, the minister through the National Sports Authority mm-hmm. runs education mm-hmm. and, and they uh, the, should have a connection with the Ghana Education Service. Mm-hmm. The strongest t- period in our sports was when the education service was heavily vested in our sports. Mm. So we had track athletes coming from the education system. We had footballers coming from the education system. And here's the thing. For instance, we have the All-Africa Games coming up. The All-Africa Games, the Football Association just provided a list of players. Mm -hmm. But it is not a FIFA-sanctioned tournament. Mm. So it is a tournament where the Football Association could have been told, for instance, by the ministry, that, look, for the All-Africa Games, we want the players who play, we want the squad to come from they just ended in their schools. Mm. The GFA cannot say it will not do so. Why? Because 
the GFA still has links mm. to some of the schools. Mm. Some of their coaches are sports masters. Mm-hmm. So selection processes could be done from that uh, from, from that level without actually affecting mm. what the GFA is doing. Is that not state involvement in football? Mm-hmm. It is at that level. Again, what what has stopped, for instance, the 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 mini, the, the the sports ministry collaborating with the Ghana Education Service, whatever, and saying, or the Ministry of Education and saying, look, at the university level, for instance, mm-hmm. the University of Ghana, uh, UCC, whatever, mm-hmm. get a buy into the preliminary stages of the FA Cup, for mm-hmm. instance. Do you know what that means for student athletes who come up? Mm-hmm. If you went to the Asian countries who are beginning to grow, mm-hmm. it's a very simple template. For Japan and Korea especially, mm-hmm. high school football, university football is how their football grows. Wow. Your favorite, one of your favorite footballers, Kaoru Mitoma, Mitoma mm-hmm. Tsukubo University. Mm-hmm. A lot of their players, in fact, the team that went to the last World Cup from Japan, out of the 22, nine of them had not played academy football before. Mm-hmm. All of them are students. Mm-hmm. Virtually half the team came from the high school system. Wow. Jisun Park too. You understand? And it's the same in Korea as well. All we are saying is that that is the function of the state. That is not the function of the Football Association. Mm. Now, once that grows up, you start having a sustainable chain Mm. of quality players. The state knows that these are the players. This is how they've been trained. The Mm. function of the National, of the Ghana Football Association then is to manage that talent when it gets there, put in place and supervise proper management practices for the national teams as Mm. well. Mm-hmm. so that we don't get embarrassed that mm-hmm. is all hopefully it gets done as we are carrying this embarrassment I'm waiting for the sports minister to come and tell us something I hear he hasn't made a statement yet on this I, he must make a statement it's mm-hmm. not just for the football association to issue a statement and say they've sacked Chris Hilton mm-hmm. the sports minister must come and tell us mm-hmm. what his thoughts are on what has happened on what has happened what his thoughts are on the state of football mm-hmm. in the country at the moment he mm-hmm. cannot just leave it to the Ghana football association no it's not just them the embarrassment it's, it's, it's on the Ghana Football Association. Mm. It's on him. Mm. And so he's, the Football Association is partly responsible for this. Mm-hmm. He is wholly responsible for this, the mm. sports minister. Okay. Time check is 829. Final comment from Nathan. Yeah, I, this. Uh, Godfrey, then, but I'm sure it's implicit. The coaching as well. I mm. hope that the, the, mm. the Football Association will think about that is, well, they and the state will think mm-hmm. about how we develop our coaches. What are we doing for the next generation of coaches? Mm-hmm. Have we even ID'd the kind of football we want to play mm-hmm. so that it feeds from the bottom? Because think about it. If uh, uh, the Senegalese player, Lamine um, Kamara, if he can go from a Chan team mm-hmm. to play for the senior national team, it stands to reason that the football played at the Chan team it's almost equal to the football that's played at the senior national, so it can easily fit. Mm-hmm. So I hope that the coaching will be done well. We can have coaches to develop the talent properly at the bottom, mm-hmm. and then as they go along, that runs through so that you can take a player from anywhere, mm-hmm. put him into a national team, he won't feel out of place, and then we can have proper players coming through. Okay. Well, time check is 8.30. Surprise, surprise. Heritage Caravan 2024, slated for March 3 to March 10, is sold out. That means that there are no seats left. Now, guys, can you imagine this? That it's not even February and all the seats available for Heritage Caravan have not only been taken but fully paid for. So, yeah, we will tell you more about the caravan, but if you have not bought your ticket or if you haven't paid for your seat yet, you have to think of 2025 because Caravan is completely sold out. Brought to you by NLA, Hollard Insurance and Goyle. 
And speaking of which, you're talking about what the National Sports Authority can do, what the Ministry of Sports can do. And of course, Ghana has been fixated with football for a long time, but we still do have a lot of athletics talent. And you have said that this NISAC that we're doing between the 5th and the 9th of February is a great idea. Mm -hmm. National Invitational for secondary schools, Mm -hmm. up to 50 schools, 2,000 athletes. Some really top-notch schools from the Ashanti region are coming. Great schools in Greater Accra, Northern region well. as well, Northern as well. Prempa is not in there though, but you said Ose. Yeah, we we you haven't said, been good in a while. Yeah, you said Okes, Athletics, Okes, Tia Amas, really mm. strong schools. I, 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 Agri Memorial is there. Uh, uh, no, I haven't, I haven't seen Agri. No, so let me give you the list of the schools I have seen. Mm. Um, just a minute. So we have from the Central region, the include Infant Swim School, mm-hmm. St. Augustine's College, Addisado College, mm-hmm. Edinaman Senior High, Biriwa Technical, and Swedu Senior High. Just six from the Central. Oh, okay. From Ashanti, Tia Amadia, Osei Upokuwari, Kumasi Technical, Islamic Senior High School. Mm-hmm. From Greater Accra, Aquinas, Ache, uh, Presec, Was, Accra, Accra, Tema Technical, um, St. John's Grammar, Accra Technical Training Center, Odogono Senior High, Laboni, Tema Secondary, Medina Technical, and New Century Technical, Dan Suman. From mm-hmm. Northern, we have National, Oganas, um, Ganasco, Tamale Senior High, and Dabokba Technical. And so a few others, Volta is Maoli School, Pando mm-hmm. Technical, and Komboni. Mm-hmm. From Northeast, Waliwali Technical, Nalerigu Senior High, Batikbe STEM. From Bono Sunyai Senior High, Don Bosco Vocational, Otis Free Memorial, Dambai Senior High. A lot of schools coming in. It's between the 5th and the 9th. Eastern Region, St. Paul's Technical, Pope John's, Okwas, Ghana Senior High, Koforidia Technical, and Aquetia Technical. Mm-hmm. 100 meters, 110-meter hurdles, mm-hmm. uh, 200-meters boys and girls, 400-meters, uh-huh. 400-hurdles, 800-meters, 1,500, 3,000, 5,000, 4x100 boys and girls, 4x4, 4x4-mixed, Mm-hmm. Long jump, triple jump, high jump, javelin, shot put, and discus. And and interestingly, just to make a point, the Athletics Ghana mm-hmm. picked the schools in collaboration with the Ghana, GS. the Ghana Education Service. Yes. So they know how to pick. Mm-hmm. Is that not a collaboration? Mm-hmm. Isn't the Athletics Ghana a private institution? Mm-hmm. They could have gone and said, hey, we are picked, you come and run, you come and run, you come and run. I get you. So but they're always the real estate. You see, so they went to the Ghana Education Service because the Ghana Education Service, Bernard, for years has run athletics. Mm-hmm. They run Intaco. Intaco mm-hmm. is not run by it's the state that runs Intaco mm-hmm. through the Ghana Education Service mm-hmm. and all those things. So this is an example. This thing that we have, this beautiful thing that we are doing, mm-hmm. it's, a, it's a clear example how to develop of how you develop it properly. Mm. You just don't let the people run away and say, Baba, go and do your thing. Mm. I, I will pay you money. No, that's not how it works. Hmm. So this one, 5th February, like I said, I, I am looking forward to some of um, mm-hmm. the schools. And the, the schools, I hope they give their children half day for yeah. some of those days yeah. so that they can come and watch. Yes. You know, the same way we get half days during mm-hmm. Intaco. Mm-hmm. Some of the schools, especially <laughs> those who are around, mm-hmm. those coming from the north and the Volta region, and other places might be a bit, but central region, 
Greater Accra, mm-hmm. Eastern Region. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, I think they could give their kids a half day yeah. um, to come in and support um, their athletes. Mm-hmm. I'm looking forward to the mixed relay, especially because <laughs> mixed I ha- four by four. Yes, I haven't seen one here. Mm. You know, you know, and it's a pretty new event. Yes, it is. You know, so mm. it's something I want to see how, mm. and also whether our field events are improving. It's something that we have not done really well at. Yeah. You know, the last I think time we had a long jumper for doing some things, but really we haven't. Yeah, the field jump, events we haven't really been good really. with the field events. Mm. So it'll be interesting. And even more importantly, Bernard, it will mm-hmm. be an opportunity to see what level we are at. Mm. You know, and all this is happening because we decided to collaborate mm. with those that matter. So some mm. bright, bright young talents. The hundred final will be there. Tally, do you know like the hundred final back in the day, you no? Know? When it, it's set like you, 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 you will buy yogurt plenty. No, we go to stadium and then we throw it. You throw the yogurt, yes. If you win 100 meters, the yogurt you will eat at in Kumasi. In Kumasi, you can carry a whole basket <laughs> for winning 100 meters. For winning 100 meters, uh, well, we didn't have that. And uh, the best part of this, Bernard, mm-hmm. doing the best part for me, the nicknames. You know, at least have nicknames. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we, we don't know them by their real names. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We know them by Speed, Land Cruiser. Speedo. Suzuki. Yeah, those guys. Something. I tell you, Charlie. I don't know these ones yet. But... These, these ones are young. Their schoolmates will be there. I'm not so. going to find out. Yeah. But the weirdest nickname for an athlete you, you ever had? Uh, the first one has somebody called Mosquito. Who can rap? An athlete called Mosquito. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we have some, we have, we have some nicknames like you know when Prince that guys go eh kata. So yeah, but you see that one is eh, you know eh kata. But Mosquito. Yeah, you know, they, and they, they will give you the name. We had, you know, David Barton. They used to call him the Pep. The Pep. Yeah, he used to run. He used to do javelin. He used to do all kinds of things yeah. for the school. And play yeah. football as well. Yeah, yeah. That's very, very interesting because way back in the day, the mid nineties, when my brother was at Accra Academy, mm. also a free year was an athlete too. Beye. Beye. Yeah, Beye. Yeah. So so Kotsapon would that's why Kotsapon played him on the flank. He was running like winger. crazy. Yeah. But what even go went abroad? to Spain? Yes, he played him by the house. Yes. Which of the under seventeen did he play? Egypt. Ninety seven. Yeah, B. The one Ghana lost to Ronaldinho's Brazil. It's funny, 91 to 2000, almost every Africa and 17 we were either in the first, whatever. Mm. Because 191, yes. we're silver in 93, 195. 97, we didn't make it. The one in Qatar. And then 99 was in New Zealand. That was Michael Lessian's. And, and, for, and the formula Don was Bote. a very simple formula. Don Bote, what was the formula? Solid preparation and small age cheating. <laughs> well, yeah, because Bay was under 17 after Academy to Italy. You know. So a lot massive preparation. Uh, you know, small age uh, cheating. There's, 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 there's a very legendary story. I won't say it today. It's okay, don't say it. Yeah. There's yeah. a legendary story. Nisak. <laughs> tell so are we giving trophies or medals? Both. Both and of course they are getting sanctioned times, so I think that's also important. So times can, recognized by world yes. athletics. But certi- the certificate is important. You see, it's very when, crucial. When the podium is set up, one, mm-hmm. first, second, mm-hmm. third, mm-hmm. and you stand there to receive the thing mm-hmm. in your tracks, mm-hmm. you, you never wore the tracksuit, so you don't understand the thing. I you wasn't, I wasn't an athlete. Yes, but those of us who wore the tracksuit, but so, I represented my school in other things. You, can, you didn't wear tracksuits for those. No, I didn't. Uh-huh, you didn't wear sneakers for it. What did you do in school? I did the shot put, I did the shot discus, um, tried volleyball, it didn't oh, work. But, but if you could do shot put, that means you could have also done um, javelin. 
Yeah, no, my I I wasn't good at the javelin. I was good at the I was very good at the discus. What's the difference in the technique between shot put and discus? Well, it's still the rotations. But one shot put, you don't that, really rotate that much. Yes. No, shot no, no, no. Shot put you can rotate. Shot put you rotate, but then you, you throw. It's it. a short. It's a short rotation. But the, the discus, discus you are building momentum with the spin. With the spin. What about and then the, the, is the, the is the angle of the release? What about the hammer throw? We don't do hammer in Ghana. We don't want to kill anybody here. We beg you. But same thing. You also generate momentum with the spin. So. Are there? It's funny. I'm asking because you know there was an athlete who was very good at one of them. She wasn't that big. Mm. Usually, expect big people who are like. But that's technique. So it's more technique. Yes, eh? that's that's technique and inbuilt strength. It's not the size that matters. It's so you were doing shot put. Yes, and the discus was my primary event. I, I was see. decent at the but shot put. But that's technical. Put. But how did yes. you pick that up? So discus, you you better like do and then you spin and then. Yes, we had <laughs> uh, when I went to form one. We had the legend. Everybody who went to prepare in the 80s and 90s. We tell about Mr. Straha. Okay. whose son was also an athlete. Now, Mr. Straha is one of the... It's a, it's a typical example of a proper sports trainer okay. at the... He will pick you at that level. develop you. Yeah, I got to form one. He was my house master, actually. He was Gadjusbeck house house master. Mm-hmm. Saw me and said, you have the build for, for this right. event. Show up at this day. By force? Yes, I should show up. Hey. So I showed up. And yeah. he trained me. How to do the technique? Yeah, he, yeah he, you know, he handed me to some form three guy. And you actually me. went to Intaco twice, which means you actually one of the best in the school. I was the second best in the region. At the whole region. Yes, at discuss. Hey, you asked for credentials, so that's, oh, that's, 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 that's what I'm saying. That you, you see, when you stand on the podium with your trust suit <laughs> and they 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 give the certificates, we must give certificates. Wow. For Nisak. Wow. And you stand there and. The, the the fans are flowing from the top, you know, mm. both boys and girls. <laughs> are you forced? So you actually <laughs> won see. silver twice, two years in a row. Form two, form three. For regionals. Yes, regionals. So this is not not so you mean this is not superzo. No, I did I did superzo, did regionals. So who are in your zone? Anyway, no, our zone was easy, but the superzonals was tough. Who are your so your did you have a worse in your zone? No, we, yes. Did no, no. Have, in Taco we don't have a worse in our zone. About, we are separated. KTI. Yes. Kuman say hi. Uh, no. Normally would have army. Uh, would have a Jisumai. Did you have um, uh, Osei Chiritri? Okes. Okes was in your zone. If Okes is in your zone, you qualify. <laughs> what, what, what about um, what about Amas? No. Uh, how many zones do you have? Like three zones. We had like we had a lot of schools. has a lot of schools. So you went to Super Zonals. Yeah. So you'd have to win place in the first four or so. I think. So you went zone. to Super Zonals. Yes. Twi- two years in a row. And you won. Yeah, I was second. In Super Zona? Yes. Who won the Super Zonals? The late Emmanuel Asante. What? Ins- what Inspector. What school? Opokwari. And then you went to regionals? Yeah, he was captain of the regional team at the time. And so you represented Asante region? Yes. Secondary school level? Yeah, yes. At uh, Discus? Discus, yes. So you were among the top two in your year? Yes. The regionals at that time was held in Borga, Big Boss. Which regional won finally? Um, That was won by Asante. Asante, ah, Asante so region, your guy won the nationals? So you and your guy were Asante. That's what I'm saying. I think Asante still holds the national. So why, why didn't you discuss? Go, why, why didn't you become a national athlete? Well, I went to the University of Ghana. I I participated in the discuss at the University at of Ghana first year. Oh really? Yes. Then I gave up. Oh, you mean you did this to the University? Yeah. Level? Yes. I, to first year. Oh, you forced me Yeah. Because because Asante was at uh, Mesa Sabah Hall. Mm. Asante, who had been beating me all my life, <laughs> was at Sabah. He was representing Mesa Sabah Hall. When we went to first year, so I was at Commonwealth Hall. So I went up against him as always, and he had gotten even better because I was in training. But post secondary school, he had joined the national team, 
So he was basically he had he had been competing in Benin. So he was basically he was a, he was he was a, a machine. <laughs> At that time I couldn't, Charlie. So I gave up. Wow. At this year. Wow. And I thought you were just doing useless arguments in Commonwealth. Or I didn't. No, 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 no. The useless arguments there was there. All right, so it's the um, NISAC happening on the 5th to the 9th of February at the University of Ghana Sports Stadium, a sanctioned event. Mm-hmm. Athletics Ghana City TV mm-hmm. partnering to do this. And if you want to sponsor us, well, you can get in touch with us. Now, the other story is that the Heritage Caravan is sold out. And that was quite surprising hey. to hear. This is, the, Fima, this is the earliest it's been sold out, right? Well, last year to recorded saying. No, but this is January 24th. Course, yes. We are not even in February. No, we are not. The caravan is on 3rd March. But, but Bernard, you see, the thing with caravan is, even when we were preparing for situation, mm-hmm. people were calling <laughs> for heritage caravan. In December. Mm. Yes, in December. And remember the day we, break, we broke homes, five people paid. So you have, what, when you say you are sold out, what do you mean? What I mean there is, are no spaces. if you are still on the registration list, you can't make payment now. If you are not on the registration list, don't, don't even bother to So pay. those who are on the registration list who haven't paid, they can't go? They can't go. Yeah, they, they can go next year? They can go next year, yes. Hey, it's very serious, eh? Well, we hate to say wow. we told you so. Can't you create more space? We cannot. We wish we could, but the challenges that we have is with infrastructure. Yeah. You know, beyond Accra, Kumase, and the Takrade, if you get to places like Tamale, if you get to places like um, Bolga, we have very limited hotels you know Hotel that space. exactly and the kind of hotels that we put our patrons in we can't just give you anything so, so that is you, where the challenge comes from you can't take more than a certain number we cannot we cannot oh, wow. unfortunately can i drive my car behind you no you cannot hey but you, 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 can, you shut me out you no, can decide no, to go on your own talk no tail, but we are not responsible no, no, for you no tailgating no we are not responsible for you because all the patrons who are coming must be on the buses let's not forget mm. that we have doctors on the buses mm. we have policemen on the buses mm. so if you are all by yourself mm. we can't guarantee your safety we can't mm. and we have proper professional drivers you know taking us and this is a very long journey. I, I thought you were coming to share good news. But, but this is good but news. But this is good news depending on where you stand, Ben. It's, it's not good news. Because so for who? I know people who have been meaning to go on the caravan who thought that they were by February no way to No, you can't be thinking at this time. And you came to say you sold out. During my break, someone was calling me asking for this woman's number. So you came to say that those who have not paid for Heritage Caravan cannot go this year. No, you cannot go. That's not good. Don't oh. be too sad about it. Look, people have no, been packing. It's good from an organizational perspective, but it's not good for some of my friends who wanted to go. But, but what, what were they waiting what, what for? What is the guarantee that they've not paid? Maybe, they're they're waiting, they're, maybe they were waiting for their salary for uh, January. Mm. <laughs> well, no, no, you didn't have to finish everything in December. We're waiting for their January salary. Are we still in January? Yes. Yeah. You have a few more days to go. We are still All in right. January. So just give me the highlights of the, this year's uh, caravan. Quickly. So this year, hmm. we are starting from City TV premises. That is Accra. Yeah. And that comes with a registration but mm. the registration is just not come and mm. write your name and go okay. so it comes with a feel of Accra let's not forget that we are in heritage month okay. in March mm-hmm. so wherever we get to mm-hmm. we just try to appreciate the region we have a feel of the region in terms of food mm-hmm. in terms of culture in terms mm-hmm. of tourism you know mm-hmm. so we start from um, Accra that is um, we meet at City TV premises <laughs> so I mean if you're in Accra you can't go without your kinke we can't mm. go without your nandi floor and all the other beautiful <laughs> so you things so give them a feel of Accra Absolutely. before they set off yes so we set off and then we go to Agotime but the way 
Petoy. In the Volta region. Yes, that is where we also get to experience. You know the conversation of Kinti mm-hmm. between Bonri and Agotime. Mm-hmm. I've given up on that debate, you know, mm. wherever you find yourself, enjoy the kente. Thank you. So we're having the kente deba okay. in Agotime, and that will also come with a favorite, you know, at the popular tutuk papa. Thank you. Exactly. So from there, we move to Volta Serene Hotel. That in is Hope. where we'll be sleeping that night. I've been there. It's an amazing view. The hotel, like, whole at night. Oh, my God. It is beautiful. You it's know, incredible. you are up there looking at what is happening beneath mm, you mm, and all. Mm. Now, from um, Ho? from Ho. We are going to the eastern region. Okay. We are going to um, Rock City. Rock That's City! Right. Yes, Rock that City. Also come with the beautiful. Um, I mean, you know, when we get to Rock City, it's a mixture of everything, everything. culture, urban stuff, and all life bands. Beautiful stuff. Nathan, you should know. go to Rock City one day. Yeah, he it's an amazing to. thing he you see to. there, and even the drive up the hill. Yes. So you that's the third day. That's the third so day. So Kuru Rock City, they have a landscape to look at. They have some nice nightclub things yeah. there. Yeah. Great food to eat as well. Great so that's food. day three. That is in the eastern region. So we've done Greater Accra, we've done Volta. We are in eastern region. Yeah. So Rock, Rock City. City, Rock City is day two. Day two. Okay. Day so, two. Oh, so we so move from day, day one is Ho. And then day two, day two oh, okay. we get to Rock City. And day three, where do we go? We get to your favorite place, Yusbet Hotel. All right, straight In into Bono. Bono region. Yes. Wow. Yes. So from Kwewunkwetia, uh, we will go through Kumase. Yes, and, and we make a stop in Kumase. Briefly. Briefly in Kumase. And then you go to Sunyai. Sunyai. Okay. Exactly. Mm. And then day four, we are going to Upper East region. That's Bolga. Mm. So from straight from Sunyai. Yes. yes. To Bolga Tanga. We make a stop in Kentampo. It means you're going to use the Western Corridor Road. Yeah. You're going to cross over to the Fufusu Sola Road. Yes. Hit the Tamale Road. Go all the way. It's such a oh. long drive. But we'll make a stop in Kentampo, you know, to For do the falls. the falls and to do the yeah. um, steps, you know, yeah. and all that. I prefer the steps to the to the to the canopy walk. The canopy walk. I've done it once. I won't do it again. I won't mean, do it. No, I'll just do the steps. <laughs> you know, sometimes you want certain experiences. I don't want to. I get. I have that experience. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. It's I don't need to prove anything. When, you, when you do the steps, you can get to the falls actually at the bottom. Yes. And the falls yes. are really and the falls magnificent. Is beautiful. Really, really nice. Yes. Yes. So that's on. Uh, so, so on our big. way to Bolgatanga, yes. we'll go through the Kintampo Falls. Yes. And then we'll continue to Bolga. Then we we'll continue to Bolga. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then from Bolga, you know, we are coming to Northern Region. So Tamale. Tamale. All right. Yeah. But We'll do the um, Paga Crocodile Pond. Definitely. We'll cross over, you know, to go and commiserate with each other, you know, Ghana, Burkina Faso. Hmm. We just go and say that it's okay. We didn't make it, but caravan is here. <laughs> <laughs> you know, at a half God. All right. Right. So that will be day five. Okay. And then on day six, we move to, we, we, we are from Northern region. Coming down. Coming down. So now we are in Kumasi proper. Ashanti proper. Yes. The first one, we were just driving through. Yeah. But, but we'll now stop. We'll make a stop, you know. Where in Kumasi are yeah, you going so to be? So Kumasi at? will be lodging at Noda Hotel. Okay. We were there last year. It yeah. was such a beautiful experience. So mm-hmm. we are doing that again this year. Mm-hmm. And then from the Ashanti region, which is day seven, we are mm-hmm. going all the way to the western region to mm-hmm. Maha Beach Resort. You know, and the beautiful thing with Maha is, you know, um, with every caravan, there's a day mm-hmm. that we get to celebrate everyone who um, was born within that period. Yes. So from it's like third, a birthday yes, period. so from third to tenth, mm-hmm. if you were born within that week. There's a proper birthday party. Wow. You know, that always happens. For the March bonds. For the March bonds. And this is where you get to wear your 
tuxedos you get to oh, wear formal event. i mean it's a very formal event yes with proper live band okay everything and anything that comes with and this will be done in ashanti region this will be done in western region in the west so, so, so from ashanti you're going all the way you're, to western yes, region yes well that's another long drive yeah that's yeah, uh yeah. mahabich resort is near atuabu yes yes wow then from there we do what so from western region we are coming back to accra oh my god through the yes, central region through the central region and then we'll also make some stops at the castle. You know, we're still wow. in the heritage month. So wow. at every point, we just remind ourselves of the period that we are in. So we'll make some stops there. And then we come to our final destination, Accra City TV premises. This is incredible. So Greater Accra to Volta to Easton through to Bono. Yeah. And then to West, uh, to Upper East, to, to, upper, northern, to northern, down to Ashanti, to, to Western. Western. To Greater Accra. Amazing. Yeah. And you're saying it's sold out. It's sold out. A couple of people are asking me to ask you why you can't do it twice in the month or twice in the year. <laughs> you see, it takes a whole year to plan Heritage Caravan. It's not that, and that forms that. <laughs> and that forms that. Because you see, before we move, it means yeah. that every place that we have mentioned, we have made physical visit to these places. You know, so it is not just as simple as we get up and we are going. So for you to even tour the whole country before caravan goes, negotiating. Mm -hmm. So it means that oh, we so have visited, if, all, if, if these visited all the places. Yes, hey. because we can't take you. I mean, we when, can also have be the <coughs> first. I can't be the first time you're also visiting the place. You can't take me to an experience that you've not had. Absolutely. So we visit all these places wow. before we take the patrons with us. And our sponsors is there are National Lottery. National Lotteries. Um, Girl PLC. Girl, yes. And Hollard. So now that you are here, you are not going to announce any phone number. The caravan is sold out. Well, the phone numbers are still open. You so probably want to know. No, call and say that. So what time would the bus go? <laughs> 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 And you've you been know, on every caravan since you take you since you joined us. Yeah. And no, I was even on before I joined City. Uh, you were on a caravan before you joined City? Yes, yes. I didn't know. Well, that was in 2017. <laughs> so the caravan, it was in my you, know, you already have a tourism thing. Uh, you, you, you are doing a tourism event. You so talk. You, you, you know Ghana, pal. Well, Ghana is a beautiful place, Bernard. You've you been know? to every region in Ghana. I have. Wow. But you can't finish knowing Ghana. It's true. Because you visit a region, there's something there's else new... you didn't do, there's uh, wow. a place you didn't visit. It's a beautiful country. Prima, thank you for coming to disappoint us that the caravan is sold out. I don't think the people who have paid and are going will agree with you. But they are just, I don't know how many people they are. <laughs> Majority of people are like, no! It's unfortunate, but no! when, we, when we tell you to go and pay, <laughs> go and pay, even if, it means that, even if it means go and borrow money, because yes. you see, when no, we say pay, you, you know that your salary will come. So if you are borrowing so borrow against salary in this economy, <laughs> then you choose one. Uh, uh, so you decide. <laughs> so you decide. And oh, next year. We'll go next year. That's okay. Oh, I know people who have been saying that for three years. Oh, next year. Oh, next year. Rapture, oh, next year. Rapture will still take them. <laughs> 854 City Breakfast Show. Happy birthday to Prophet Akwesi, Ajiman Prempe, General Vasia of the Ultimate Charismatic Center. This is from your wife, your children, and the entire congregation. We love you and may the Lord bless you. So that's uh, Prophet Akwesi, Ajiman Prempe. Happy, happy birthday. You are from the, or the General Vasia of the Ultimate Christian, sorry, Ultimate Charismatic Center. Now, the alumni of Swedish Senior High School presents the Swedish Conversations, the annual thought leadership event by Old Swedish Association designed to bring together the brightest minds from industry for discussion. Now, this year's is on the theme Feeding Ourselves as a Nation Perspectives on Revolutionizing Agriculture. It's long ago. 
It's Monday, 12 February, Asante Hall, Alisa Hotel, 3 p.m. Speaker or speaker is Dr. Roger Canton. And panelist PSA Professor Kwame J. Frimpong, UCC, PSA Dr. Enoch Tham Adjekum, KNUST, and PSA Professor Fesos Anok Frimpong, UCC. Now, for more information, contact your year group president or call the global secretary on 0244-940-493. So, Swedru Conversations, Sempekum Optimist, always with the best. All right, let's talk some science. Yes, now hearing mama and dada ignites a light in parents and you know you would go to the world's end to protect your children. But what if you don't have to go that far to keep your precious children safe, especially from HPV? Now, HPV is the human papilloma virus. It has no sign or symptom while it clears, and while it clears on its own for most people, for a lot more it can go undetected and cause certain cancers later in life. Be that parent that prevents harm early, protect your children from the dangers of HPV. The vaccination remains a proven way to avoid getting HPV. Protection starts with knowing the facts. Okay. Now, the Ghana Statistical Service has begun, has begun field data collection for the 2024 Ghana Integrated Business Establishment Survey Phase 1, the mm. IBES 1. All business units found in, the, found in the confines of Ghana will be enumerated. The goal of IBES 1 is to compile a detailed list of businesses capturing essential firm characteristics that contribute to the development of a robust statistical business register and other key statistical indicators to enhance national development. So all business entities will be part, big, small, medium, profit, non-for-profit, doesn't matter where you are. Please cooperate with the IBES officials to ensure active participation and a successful implementation of this important national exercise. Get standard water and it's available in bottles, sachet, dispenser, mounted jar, customized for your parties and other special occasions. For quality drinking water, call 0202-055703. This advert is FDA approved. When we come back, we'll take you quickly to Ada to give you an overview of our second building that we commissioned. And later on, Effective Living Series is also happening. Stay with us. This is the City Breakfast Show. The city's biggest conversation. It's 9 o'clock City Breakfast Show. We're taking to our Sky was with us yesterday when we went to hand over the building project to the people of that community. He came through with a report. Beneath the expansive skies of Adda, here in the Greater Accra region, a local DJ orchestrates a gospel tune, transforming the forecourt of the municipal assembly into a sanctuary of soul-stirring melodies. The time is 1.23 p.m., a moment where history whispers through the breeze. In this cradle of communal spirits, my colleagues, Umaru Sanda Amadou and Fred Duho from City News have masterfully convened an assembly that mirrors the heart of Ada, a gathering not of mere individuals, but of dreams, hopes, and a collective resolve. In attendance, a constellation of Ada's most distinguished, Sarah Dubaki Pobi, the district chief executive, 
the chiefs and elders of Adda, the vigilant officers of the disaster management committee in the district, and the sung heroes from the assembly. The ceremony is further enriched by the presence of noble donor partners of City FM and City Television, including SIC PLC and Ghana Petroleum Mooring Systems Limited. The air hushes as Reverend J.B. Lawete steps forward, his prayer weaving through the crowd, a fabric of faith and hope. Nene moji yawe, kajeblema noko benenge kambo, okle ne ojiagbo, okle mi noko nenya, ne oblano tom nomlade sanko nenya, wana mosi ngemwe no ligbino no, ligbi agbono no ke drawo kone wanyen wakpe ma, kone blanya tom ne wanyimembato kahayem ke boamio. Then, a voice of clarity and vision, Bernard Koku Avle, general manager of City FM and City Television, articulates the essence of our gathering. His words paint a picture of journalism as a beacon of truth, of leadership as a bastion of hope, and of citizenship as the very heartbeat of change. What we are witnessing here today is a mixture of a number of things. Responsive journalism that goes where the problem is, but also responsible local leadership, whether it is Shola connecting the reporter to the assemblyman, or the assemblyman connecting us to other assembly people, or the DC receiving us with open arms, even though she wasn't aware initially we were there. This project we are launching today is the culmination of that responsible local leadership for which i think we should put our hands together for all the local leaders but today is also a celebration of active citizenship because we have received donations and support from places too many to mention Ghanaians, with some of who have no direct connection to the flooded areas have driven from far and near to donate food money water clothes and materials to enable us to reach out to the community. Today is also a celebration of responsible corporate citizenship because each man based on his ability, each company based on their resources. We have seen Ghanaian companies come to the aid of flood victims in ways we have never seen before. And I think that what we are celebrating today is not just the launch of a building, but a spark that shows that the spirit of the Ghana Nkrumah wanted to build still exists. That a Ghanaian who is not connected to a problem can, based on the leadership of a responsible media house, contribute their quota to changing the lives of somebody. And for that, we are grateful. Avla's narrative continues, unfolding the dual purpose of our newly Christian facility. Neneche, beyond the relief items we supplied and the reports we did, the City Foundation quickly realized that what was befalling us in various parts of the country was more than simply a flooding issue. It was revealing the many challenges in our communities, the, la- the low employment, poor housing, lack of proper social services, for which we needed a solution that would tie all the loose ends together. So a few days into the campaign, we decided that we would take the daring step of 
building resettlement shelters because some of the reports showed people whose houses had been devastated, some of which could not be rebuilt for many, many months. We realized, though, that because a lot of these people want to own their own houses, they may not want to stay in a resettlement shelter forever. And based on the deliberation and the advice of the DC and the local leaders, we decided to do a two-in-one. We're building a resettlement shelter that can contain up to 200 people. But when the permanent solution is done and they move back to their residences or they get their own houses, we don't want the building to become a white elephant. So the district has agreed with us that this building we'll be commissioning today would revert to become a skills training center, fully equipped and furnished to provide the necessary skills and training for a lot of the women and the young people in this community. A monument to resilience, a testament to unity. He also weaves tales of City FM Foundation's indelible footprints across the nation, a journey of compassion and solidarity in the aftermath of disaster. What we are doing is not just here at Adan East, because when the flooding became serious, there were calls for the water to recede. But even before the water receded, we had sent support to places from as far as Aswojaman, down to North Tong, Central Tong, and South Tong, we went to Upper Manya and came all the way to Keta, Ketu South and Anglo, and also Adan East. But in the chair, when the waters receded, those upstream of the Volta also started getting flooded. So we received distress calls from Afajato South, South Dai, North Dai, Bando Toko, all the way to Yape Kusohu, Afram Plains South and Afram Plains North. And I'm happy to say that with the support of listeners and viewers of CTFM and CTTV, we have sent relief items to at least 19 constituencies in this country. So when we come today, the 23rd of January to ADA to commission this project, it is not to say we are the best. It is to say that even though many things are not going well, Ghanaians can come together put their resources together and demonstrate active corporate citizenship. In many countries, there are people who think only of themselves. Those people will not amount to anything. There are also people who think of just their immediate friends and family. Those people will not go very far. But there are also people who think about others who are not related to them, who say, I am because you are, who embrace the spirit of Ubuntu, and that is the spirit with which City Foundation has come today. So without wasting much time, I want to say thank you to all who have contributed to making today a reality. We want to give the glory to God for every house is built by some man, but the builder of all things is God. So after the speeches, we will go and cut the sword and commission the building to the glory of God to show that never again will people be displaced and be left helpless. Phyllis Tete, the visionary head of digital marketing at SIC PLC shares a story not just of corporate support but of a profound connection to the community's heartbeat they poured a lot of money into the project we are opening today first of all as an insurance company we are in business mainly to support victims in times of disaster and in times of you know when things don't go well so definitely we have to jump on and of course being a Ghanaian company we've also have some good relationship with city tv and city fm so it's part of our job as you can see here we exist because some unexpected times do happen sometimes led 
by the Venerable Togbi Agbakla II, the delegation from Ghana Petroleum Mooring Systems Limited joins this mosaic of solidarity. They too have sunk a lot of money into this project. Um, GPMS is a company that um, has a, we have a system offshore a few nautical miles away from the main uh, harbor where vessels with uh, petroleum products i.e. crude oil and um, uh, finished product like um, petrol and diesel do come to dock to discharge for BDCs uh, into various terminals in the country. When we came to do the presentation I made it clear that uh, my community actually suffered same but uh, you know Aveima. Aveima, yes we the, the North Town constituency itself suffered as I mentioned but then you know as as individuals we cannot actually get up and say that this is what we have and let us go look for everybody and then help them out so when the request was placed to our directorate our directors they agreed to the call that okay let us look for a company um, uh, let's look for a body that is looking at the national um, um, situation to resolve. So we thought, uh, we looked through and realized that City FM um, was actually the best place to go because you have wider coverage and you are not actually looking at a specific area, but you're looking at um, the whole nation as the specifics. So it was only important for us to um, come to City FM so that whatever we bring to, to, to help the communities will be shared equally. In a voice rich with history, Nenechachu Pediator the Faith echoes the words of the paramount chief of the Adan traditional area. Then, a solemn reminder 5,685 lives altered by the whims of nature, of flooding, of disaster. After the water had receded, some of these affected people have been living with friends and families or family members due to the destruction of their houses. And this makes some of them very uncomfortable because they have moved completely away from their livelihoods, which is fishing. Also, ladies and gentlemen, it is worth noting that feeding has been an issue for some of these people who have been displaced by the dam spillage. The reason being that their businesses have been destroyed. Some live, livestock, including pigs, fowls, goats, etc., were washed away, which renders owners who were disturbed, some of them who had invested money to raise these animals for income. Our farmlands were also affected in some of the communities, which includes the following Totime Kopi, Futuenya, Adidiche Kopi, Anyapo and most of the villages along the Volta Basin in the Adan East District. The affected families, farmers cannot start farming because they had invested a lot in the crops and they planted them before the spillage began. Fisher folk cannot get back to their normal fishing because of the debris such as mud wheat stands that were brought from upstream of the Volta River all the way from the Sujaman District as Adan East is the last that receives all these debris. The women who depend on the fishermen to get a catch for fishes and clams so that they can at least smoke or fry and serve some to get money 
are unable to do that because they don't have enough money to rebuild their houses and feed their children as well. In a panyan plea reminiscent of Oliver Twist, the chief implores for more, a call to action that resonates in the hearts of all present. The other peculiarity of the Adran traditional area is that it is at the receiving end of the waters of the Volta River and the sea. The sea is fast eating away the land and if no action is taken, would eat away all the beautiful islands on which we can build an attractive tourist attractions. The estuary also urgently needs a breakwater to be built to reduce its attack on the land. As a result, we call on the philanthropists, international donor countries, and other international bodies to come to the aid of Adan with donations to help our farmers restart their lives. We also call on an early removal of the debris, the waste and weeds from the water to make it possible for our farmers to ply their trade. Again, the desilting of the Volta River in Adan would make it possible to contain more water and create the defense around the islands. Nature, ladies and gentlemen, all these problems which have affected the district are giving the Paramount Chief a sleepless night. But thank God, City TV and City FM, upon hearing the flood issues, came personally to the district to ascertain the actual issues for themselves and they sent information through the news to the public domain so that individuals, NGOs, and companies can come to the aid of the affected communities. We know that some items were received. They included food, water, and other supplies to help our displaced individuals to be able to be relieved of the challenges. CTTV CTFN initiated the project to provide a shelter for the accommodate, uh, to accommodate the affected people. And Jeche Nene Abram Kabwa Kwankoditet is very grateful to all of you for all that you have done to us. And we would like to use this opportunity to appeal to City TV and CTFM to use their network to continue to solicit for more assistance for the affected victims. And this can be done in any form, be it a small startup capital for the women who are affected and also farmers whose farm got destroyed to be able to get back to their respective businesses. Then, in a moment of profound gratitude, Sarah Dubaki Pobi, the district chief executive, acknowledges the visionaries City FM and City Television and their partners, architects of a dream made tangible. With a promise of guardianship, she assures that this project will be nurtured and christened properly. I promise the committee when they came that yes, truly we are going to use that project to manage our victims who were challenged by the spillage. But we also have the BLC here. The vision and mission that I brought BLC, that is the Business Resource Center to Adanis. We know our people here are hardworking people and they are entrepreneurs. So we needed to also train them, the youth that are coming and even our mothers who are doing businesses, to also know how they can put along their input and their output and also to save even in the bank so that they can also get grants and loans. So I promise them that we are also going to use that facility as a workshop. We are not going to leave it to be a white elephant. And I'm promising them that that project will not be a white elephant. And I know we have maintenance deficiency in Ghana, maintaining our projects. But City, I promise you, this project is going to see the light of day, and we are going to maintain and manage it properly. 
In a stirring call to action, she turns to the property owners of Ada. It's a moment of reckoning, a reminder of the bones that tie a community together, especially in times of need. My chiefs, that is the Kujagwe clan, the Dangbebiawe clan, and the Tetega clan. You have lands by the waterfront that we claim as our first class community. During this village, we saw our people that you gave land to going to Mepe to support. They never came to Adan to support those that they are enjoying their royalties. So my chiefs from the Kujabwe clan, I say a big thank you, but I would like to plead with you. We would like you to go back and call your tenants and please speak to them. Because looking at the overbank, we have a lot of schools that we need to rehabilitate. We have the pediatrocopetship compound that we need to rehabilitate. So I'll plead with the judges, please help us. And I know they will be listening to me. Anybody who is watching me that knows that you have a property in Ada, I want them to come back and help us. Other than that, we'll close the gates when it's time for them to come to enjoy the world that we have. Because they work in their various regions and towns, but they come here to relax. So whilst you come here to get a realization opportunity, you must also think about your people. Our journey circles back to its genesis. On the 17th of October, 2023, Umaru Sanda Amadou stepped into Ada, carrying with him a mission to chronicle a story of destruction, of resilience, a narrative of a community that stands undivided against the tide of adversity of flooding. This is a dark story of healing, a testament to the enduring spirit of humanity, a narrative that continues to inspire and evolve, even as the sun sets on the horizon of this historic day, a day where people who lost everything can now say they have a place to lay their heads. Richard de la Sky City News, and Yes, indeed. The craftsmanship of Richard Sky putting that together uh, for the morning. Uh, Sky, that was amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, you delivered uh, yeah. a chilling, you know, speech. Charlie? <laughs> and, uh, speech. Charlie, no, uh, no, no, no. And, and, and we thank mm. everybody who was yeah. there yesterday and everybody who made this possible and mm. everybody who stopped at some point. You know, sometimes when your boss asks you to do something that he doesn't give you, proud notice of you know i was in the car with you and him he didn't tell me i was going to give any speech yeah so we're just going and we're just happy then we reached there and he says charlie we are giving a speech so we have to piece it together you had said somewhere quoting the bible that when you fail on the day of adversity your strength is really small uh-huh, and also because we've been involved in the project for long so yeah. there wasn't all you needed to do was just look at the context and get some good lines yeah. but the truth is that we've been involved in this from the beginning so you would you would not be looking for what to say you know, and, and I'm happy that this has gotten to this stage exactly. where it's not just, you know, I think we have to redefine what relief means. Yep. Don't go and just dump something. Fine, give people things. Okay, but if you listen to me in the email that OJ got today, people really need permanent help. So just going to donate and going back doesn't cut it anymore. It's not sustainable. Give them something to do. Build something that will last. And I think that's what we're doing. And we're doing it in many communities. We're going to do next week, Bando, we're launching. Bando is done, Bando mm-hmm. Toko. We're doing the, uh, what do you call it, Mefe. Mm-hmm. And we're doing as well um, Central Tone Bakba. 
and we are even thinking of doing some clinics in some i won't announce it here yet but in keta angono and Ketu south we have projects coming up that's right so there's a lot we are doing mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. and I'm, I'm i feel very gratified exactly about this 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 response as exactly well. yeah. so the people of ghana thank you so much yeah mm-hmm. thank you Sharp. When we come back, uh, we jump into Effective Living Series for the day. And uh, this morning... Apioko will be hosting uh, a conversation on continuous learning and dealing with interruptions in a fast-changing world. Samole Yim, who is... the CEO of CTL Africa will be talking about that. Stay tuned. The City Breakfast Show. Rise above the noise. This is the Effective Living Series 2024 here on 97.3 City FM and City TV. My name is Apioko and I am your hostess. Now this week on the series, we've been talking about building a career that lasts or that stands the test of time. And we've also been looking a lot at how your personal growth can influence whether or not your career that you're dreaming about, that you really want to attain will be built in the long run or not, all right? And so today, we're talking about continuous learning and dealing with interruptions in a fast-changing world. And I have a very special guest. He's a man for the job, I can assure you that. And his name is Samuel Ayim. He's the CEO of CTL Africa Leadership, and he's here with us. He's no stranger of course, to City FM, to City TV, to the Effective Living Series. See, the people who come on the Effective Living Series, they have all the fill-out. So there's a reason why they keep coming back over and over again. And if this is your first time catching us, you will learn a lot from this gentleman. Hello, Samuel. How are Hello, you doing? I'm good. Happy it's a joy New Year. To have, happy New Year. <laughs> it's a joy to have you here. It is a pleasure. Yes. And I'll have you know as well, Samuel, my guest, and our viewers and listeners, that the Effective Living Series 2024 is sponsored by Enterprise Insurance as well as Hallmark Freight and Logistics Company, Ghana Limited. All right, thank you very much to these two sponsors. Now, Samuel, let's get right into this conversation. Continuous learning. You know, when I was in high school, I I was fortunate. I did the International Baccalaureate Diploma. Mm -hmm. And one of the pillars of what we learned was jumped into our heads. You must become a lifelong learner. (laughs) We are training you to be lifelong learners. Whatever you do, you are not learning for an exam. You are learning for life. You must learn after that. So continuous learning, what is it? What does it mean to be learning throughout your lifetime? Thank you, Apioko. (laughs) And uh, it's it's important that you brought... (laughs) that dimension because when we were in school the slogan was chew poor pass Pass, and forget forget. (laughs) (laughs) so once you finish your exams you get your certificate that's it all right so Mm -hmm. let me just quote something that i pick from 
the Wikipedia okay. on what lifelong learning or continuous learning, and I would share my own right. uh, definition. It says lifelong learning is the ongoing, voluntary, self-motivated pursuit of knowledge mm. for either personal or professional reasons. Mm. Okay, so that is it. A it is voluntary. Pursuit of knowledge is what you mean. <laughs> exactly. So it is ongoing, yeah. voluntary, and self-motivated. Mm. In other words, nobody is going to pull you by the years yes. to say go and learn, as our mothers <laughs> used to do for us, you know, go to school and so on. And it says it is important for an individual's competitiveness, employability, but also enhances social inclusion active citizenship and personal development powerful so so powerful. basically this is you yourself taking charge of your life and seeking knowledge mm. that will enhance your personal development and as you said it helps with you know social inclusion and so on so if you if you're an accountant and you don't say continuous learning you are not certified when they are calling the accountants or when you're a lawyer and they are going somewhere and you're not certified you will not be, will there. Not be there so you have to continuously develop the way i look at personal uh, continuous learning is continuously adding value to yourself mm. so that you can add more value to others oh. or produce at a higher level oh. so for me that is it because Throughout your life, you have to position yourself to influence. And as John Maxwell says, leadership is influence. Absolutely. That's what leadership is Absolutely. about. And leadership is to add value to people. And you can't give what you don't have. Definitely <laughs> so not. The, the, whatever you have <laughs> is what you can give. So the more you add to yourself, the more you'll be able to add to others. So that's continuous uh, learning. Mm -hmm. And of course, there can be, it can be formal or informal you know you can have a formal process for example you are you finish university you study accounting then you say you want to be certified then you go to formal classes or whatever so usually it is after school when you are working and then you're beginning to think of what else i want to do on my job you can have that then there are informal ways where you can also learn where you are not going to sit in the classroom, you are reading by yourself, you are following others, you are learning on the job, online, seminars, and those where you are learning knowledge that will help you in your career. So that's continuous learning, and it is lifelong, as lifelong. some say. Lifelong. Learning never ends. Uh, the good book says, of the making of books, there is no end. Right. <laughs> Ecclesiastes. So there's no end to knowledge. You cannot say, I have arrived. Mm. And I call that the destination disease. Okay. <laughs> the destination disease. disease. You know, some people say, I have, I have nothing to learn again. I have no everything. Now, when you get to the point where you say you know everything, you are caught by destination disease. You have mm. arrived and you, you can't improve. Mm. Oh. I, I, very, very powerful words that you've, you've used to kickstart this conversation. <laughs> now, let's talk about the other part of the topic. Yes. Interruptions. Yes. Um, and... It, the, the world is changing very quickly. Yeah. Things are being thrown at us. Today it's a pandemic. Tomorrow it's AI. All sorts of things. Every yeah. day we wake up, yeah. something has changed. Yeah. And over time, we've been told that the only constant in life is change. Yeah. But then the change is happening so quickly. 
right? So what are some of the interruptions that we should be wary of or that we should take note of, yeah. especially when it comes to the workplace in 2024 and, of course, in the years to come? Yeah, absolutely. This is critical, especially in our time, you know. They say it's information, they call it information highway. It's absolutely. There are several things that around us are changing. I mean, when in the in when we're younger we just stay in a small village and then <laughs> and then there's nothing then something called globalization mm. started on the horizon and people can see whatever is happening today yeah. everywhere business is globalized what that means is that even businesses could move one business can have its head office here it's operating in several countries mm. maybe even if we take your outfit today maybe it will come from five, six, seven, yeah. ten countries, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and you are sitting here in Ghana. Mm -hmm. So globalization changes the way business is done. Mm -hmm. And once it changes the way business is done, automatically, we, the people, need to change. Hmm. Okay? So... We can't run away from it. Exactly. Um, in our part of the world, we talk regionalization, African Union, AFTA. Yeah. You know, so those deregulations, uh, free borders, and so and so forth, free movement of people, all those are things that are happening that would affect the way you do your job. And if you're not mindful of that, it's going to be difficult. So uh, if because now it's not just you in Ghana as a seamstress. Yes. Or as, I mean, I work in media, a media person. Yes. Now the borders are opening up. So anybody from any African country can come and compete with you for your Absolutely. job, Absolutely. Right? I tell you, I worked for Ecobank for about 20 years. And when we started the expansion, when I joined in 97, we were only five countries. We started the expansion to 12 countries. They were mostly Francophone countries. Yeah. We had good bankers in Ghana, in Nigeria. But we could not move them. We couldn't speak French. <laughs> we couldn't speak French. <laughs> so that is it because uh, they're, they're comfortable in Ghana. We took somebody, we, get, we, we, we risked and took somebody to Mali. We had to bring him back uh, sick. It was a disaster. <laughs> exactly. exactly. Wow. So globalization, <laughs> regulation, and so mm. on. Technology, that is the big one. Mm. It's changing like crazy. Today, AI, as you said, the internet has changed the world. The mobile phone has changed the way. Since COVID, we know Zoom, we know yes. Meet. Yeah. I mean, businesses are done differently. And if you don't adapt to this, and I tell you one little story. We interviewed a gentleman for a position, and he was supposed to be on Zoom. I guess he thought, oh, Zoom, there, yeah, I can hide somewhere. So he started talking, and they said, can we see, see your oh. video? <laughs> and oh. I think he didn't have the presence of oh. mind, oh. and quickly put on the video. And he was just in some singlet and oh. something. So he quickly put it off. <laughs> <laughs> but if he was going to go to an interview in the normal way in an office, his best suit, he probably have even got to buy a new tie. <laughs> exactly. You know? So all those little things can affect you. You know, after he did that, all of us on the panel were just laughing. Yes. This guy didn't even know he was exactly. coming for an interview. So technology, climate change today, it's a big thing. They just had a meeting and they are talking so many things to change. Yes. It's going to affect us. When economy in China, in US is changing, everything is affecting us. Mm -hmm. So all those factors, market trends, and other um, changes that we 
that affect our businesses that we work for, all those things are shocks that come to affect us. And if you're not careful and you just stay in your corner, comfort zone, yeah. before you realize the business is that, well, now we have changed the technology that we are using and you don't know how to use that technology. So you are no longer relevant. You are no longer relevant because the skills that are needed now are not the same skills that you acquired years ago. So I say, <laughs> what brought you here will not take you there. <laughs> so you will see the you see the promise line, but you not enter. You not enter it, and then you get frustrated. So that requires you to be aware of some of these trends, and even the organizational growth. You know. I went to your place at the other side. Yes. I got lost before I coming here. I didn't know the you city has expanded to this place. Yes. Now you have a, 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 a whole place. year. Exactly. The whole place is growing. Yeah. And, as, mm -hmm. and I tell you again about Ecobank. When I joined Ecobank, it was a very small little place. By the time I was living, it was a huge, I mean, from five countries to 40 countries. And, Eight times. And, and, and as it was growing, some different people were being brought from big banks. Hmm. To the place and some of the people inside could not fit and they were starting but we have built this mm. place and these people mm -hmm. are coming to chop <laughs> but that's the thing well, that's what it is if you don't grow that's what happens to you so all those um trends shocks affect the way we do business and therefore the way we work okay wonderful so let, let's talk about we've, we've so basically put into context the things that we're looking at yes. for the topic right and today we're talking about you know continuous learning yeah. and then we're also looking at the interruptions that exist in a fast-changing world and how those interruptions can affect us in the workplace in our career okay now we've understood what continuous learning is yes. we've understood what some of these interruptions that we speak about are yes what should we be learning then so continuous learning should we just get up and read any book we find or how do we target it how do we sort of add some intentionality to what we are learning to ensure that the workplace that we're in the careers that we so want to yeah. build and sustain we're able to do that that's a that's an important one now my, my starting point is the world economic forum hmm. says that by 2025 51 percent of all workers will have to rescale I saw that. <laughs> I <laughs> saw that. 2025 is just next it's year. It's just next year. Yeah. So every work you're doing, you need the new skills. So the skills you have today may not take you to 2025. Mm. So that is the first starting point, that you need to look at the relevant skills. And the World Economic Forum has listed some um, skills that are needed. And I'm not going to them because I remember that even last year, even on this program, one of my good friends went through all the top skills. Right. The point that I'll make about that is that the skills that you need are not your technical skills hmm. alone. Hmm. Okay, there was a study that showed that only 15% of your sources is attributed to your technical skills. Only 15% of your success is, is attributed to your technical, to your technical skills. skills. And that's dependent on your field, field your you industry. are accountant, you are a lawyer, you are a doctor. 85% is relationships. Hmm. 
Samuel, please hold that thought. <laughs> Let's go for a break. This is the Effective Living Series here on City FM and City TV. My guest is Samuel Ayim. He's a CEO of um, CTL Africa Leadership. I needed to get that right. Come butcher brands, you know, very important. CTL Africa Leadership. Let's go for a break, hear from our sponsors, and then we continue our conversation. Whether it's 1924, 2024, or 2124, we've always known that you are driven by your sense of safety and well-being. It is what drives us too to see you through from start to finish, from small to big. And in the last 100 years, as you have evolved, so have we also expanded to serve you in many ways. From cradle to grave, with expertise in insurance, life, pensions, properties, health, and for those beautiful, memorable goodbyes. It's 2024, and in all our markets, our pedigree is recognized, our strength respected, our expertise valued, and our solutions sought by all who desire an advantage in life. Experience the time-tested and truly trusted 100 years legacy of Ghana's oldest insurer. Take charge of your future now. Insurance, life, pensions, property management, funeral services, health insurance. Enterprise, your advantage. You're still listening to the Effective Living series on City FM, and you're watching us on City TV. My name is Apioko. Today, we're talking about something very important with Samuel Ayim, who is the CEO of CTL Africa Leadership. We're talking about continuous learning and dealing with interruptions in a fast-changing world. And we've already outlined what continuous learning means, what some of these interruptions that we're talking about are, what they mean to us, for us, and someone was just giving us some very interesting statistics before we went yeah. on the break. Yeah. So they're saying that 15 percent. Yes. Um, and these are the new, new information that has yeah, come out of studies, research, right? Your sources mm. in life is 15 percent on your technical skills, 85 percent on relationship skills. Hmm. And we spend almost 100 percent of our time focusing on the technical skill. Hmm. That's where we build a lot, which is fine. When you are starting your career, you need your technical skills. But if you're going to grow in your career, you would need the relationship skills. Hmm. Because the higher you go on the career, the less technical skills you need. Right. I remember one of my CEOs at the bank saying that, I don't do any banking. <laughs> I spend my time recruiting people, managing people, I mean, kind of thing looking at the finance what's going on in the books dealing with media and those things 
the Those, banking itself. The banking itself has to be done somewhere else. Yeah. <laughs> uh -huh. So the same way, I mean, some of you, as you rise and become managers and general managers, and you don't need much of the technical skills mm. and so those are some of the things you have to start learning we call it emotional intelligence in other right. sense emotional intelligence is how you recognize your own emotions manage them use them effectively to achieve your means also recognizing the emotions of others and relating with people mm. and that is something you have to learn as part of your growth now, we, we spoke a lot about in emotional intelligence in week one of the Effective Living Great. Series. So I would entreat our listeners and viewers who missed that to go find it, you know, go to our platforms. Make sure that you tune so that you can listen to that, watch it, and then come back to this episode. Absolutely. And then understand really yeah. what Mr. Yim is talking uh, exactly. about. Yes. Exactly. So yes. you need that. But one of the things you also need to learn as part of your continuous learning it's yourself. Yourself. Self-awareness, which would have been coming discussed. up a lot. Exactly. Because <laughs> a lot of us don't really know ourselves, and we think we can do things when we cannot do it. Yeah. But if you know yourself well, we call something the, the personal SWOT analysis. That's right. You do your own strengths, your weaknesses, opportunities you have. You know yourself. That is where you start your learning and your growth from because if you don't know yourself then it will not work hmm. you have to also know your job learn more about your job your profession what's going on what's going on in the industry hmm. Hmm. I mean, and not just in your country but your region your the continent region, the and world. globally the I global was, village exactly. i was speaking it. to a lady who was a cook at the at the at the hotel so i said what's the plan oh one day maybe i'll be a manager so i said okay how many rooms do you have in your hotel uh, I'm going to tell you. Uh, what are the rates of the hotel? Oh, mm. that one is the reservation people. I said, <laughs> you want to be a manager in this hotel? Basic things about the hotel. You're just sitting in the, in the kitchen. No. The questions that your, your clients will ask first. Ask first. You don't have you the don't answers. You don't have answers. And you want to be a manager. <laughs> so that is important, important. And of course, I'm sure you talk about leadership and all the other important things. So those are some of the things. So check the, check the World Economic Forum, the skills that I needed for 2025 <laughs> and beyond. Or go to the previous Effective Learning Series yes. on that and go through them and start learning about your world, about the environment, mm -hmm. about the political environment, about the economic situations. Just broaden up. And that will position. It's not just about your job. Look at the next job you want. Right. And what skills do you need for that job? That's where you are going, and you. So so yourself. so look 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 at your the next job, exactly. not the job you're in even, no. but your next job, your next job, or where you want to go, or where you want from to go. here and exactly. now, and then start working towards. That. Absolutely, you know yeah. when you're driving with the GPS, and you start from here, yeah. and what do you put? You put the next, the, the location yes. where you are going, and then it will give you the map. There are so many of us who don't know the, where the next job hmm. is coming hmm. going from hmm. we are hoping that somebody else will see us and promote us hmm. no no somebody else may not see you right you have to envision yourself where you want to be and that would determine the content of what you need to learn to prepare you because sometimes you say somebody is lucky it's not luck in fact luck your master defined like as when 
opportunity meets preparedness. So when you are prepared and opportunity comes, then you are lucky. That's it. That's <laughs> but if, it. You're not, if you're not prepared, the luck will not even come in the first place. The opportunities will come, but you can't mm. even catch them. There you go. There you <laughs> exactly. Go. So Samuel, let's talk about how we can learn. It's not the same as studying from no, a book. No. How do we learn? <laughs> okay. So that's, um, that's actually critical. Um, reading a book is fine. You can read and learn and get um, some. But there are, in the personal development area, there are different interventions to help you move. Now, the normal standard one is training. Hmm. So you go for a training where somebody who has superior knowledge downloads the information to you, uh, whether it is about how to cook jollof rice or whatever <laughs> you do. Somebody who knows it teaches you. you, you can, it can be formal where you go and sit for, for, for certification or it can be whether in a workshop or you can even go online and, and, and look for that information. That's training somebody who knows and is downloading that information to you. Mm. So that's one way by which you can learn. But there are other ways. There is mentoring. Now, mentorship is very important because that is where somebody who has walked the path, who has superior experience, then holds your hands. There you go. And then show you how they did it. So in mentoring, there is a somebody who has walked the path you want to. So as you decide where you want to go, that person who has walked the distance knows what are the pitfalls. So you go and sit at the feet, you humble yourself, you take your notes, what is going on, and you pick it. Now, the other area, because we talk about knowing yourself, now the other areas that a lot of the time sabotage us is our emotional state, hmm. our psychological being. And that's a big thing. We don't talk a lot about mental health and so right. on and so forth. Because for us in Ghana, if you say you're going to the psychiatric talk, you're going to see a psychiatrist, you're a madman or a mad woman. Mm -hmm. And so nobody talks about it. But there are so many of us walking around with a lot mm -hmm. of baggage, emotional and psychological. And we have to get those things resolved. Mm -hmm. And sometimes you need professional counselors to take you out of the stack of the emotional challenges because sometimes you see somebody comes to work and he's not relating with people at all if you greet her and, and him and say the first and famous you don't know what you have done and the person is just not fitting with anybody that person may need some help yeah. and that's counseling is very important then the big one for me as a coach is coaching hmm. now that is something that we don't do a lot in our part of the world but coaching is absolutely critical now whereas mentoring you're going to a person who has walked away in coaching you're going to a professional who partners you with you right. we say in a thought-provoking hmm. way so that you are inspired to move forward okay. and achieve your growth. So, so coaching, that person is sort of like your catalyst. A catalyst is helping you, helping you yeah. to think, yeah. asking you questions that you may not have asked yourself, and helping you to think and gives you, cheering you on. 
And when you sat through the coaching few times, you would then be able to know what are the, some, the blocks on my way. Now, these are all ways by which you can learn. Okay? But sometimes we just think that it's just reading a book. Mm. Reading a book is fine. Going on the net is fine. Going on training is fine. Seminars, workshop, and so on. They all give you the information. But the, we, to be holistic in your continuous learning, you may need a mentor, many mentors sometimes, okay. right, and then you may need a coach. I need a coach. Yes. Okay. So, so I need to wrap up this conversation, but just very briefly, a few tips that you want people to take away. If you didn't hear anything at all, what should people <laughs> note down okay. for today? Now, if you did not hear anything at all, what I would say is that your career development depends on you. Okay. So I say begin with the end in mind. Mm. So the first day you start your job, where do you want to go? And begin that process. Be intentional about that process because continuous learning is, should not be just haphazard. You have to be very, very intentional about that. Have a plan. Have a plan in place. Step by step, action by action, where you want to be in the next five years, ten years, whatever. That plan, once you have it down, you take actions to follow and activate that plan. You can review it as you go along. But you have to have the right attitudes, right. okay? The attitude of learning. Attitude of learning. Humility. You have to take responsibility because nobody is going to learn for you. Right. It is your responsibility. In fact, all that we are talking about is about self-leadership. It's about you leading yourself. And as John Maxwell would say, if you cannot lead yourself, why? Should somebody lead you, follow you? <laughs> Why should somebody follow you if you cannot lead yourself? So that is what I would say in Sam about that. Thank you so much, Samuel Yim. He's the CEO of CTL Africa Leadership. And he's given us a lot to think about today, a lot to chew on. If you don't have meat eh, or you haven't eaten, <laughs> this one, take it as your breakfast, as your lunch, as your dinner. Chew it digest it and make sure that you learn to learn continuously and to deal with the interruptions that will come your way in the world of work and in life really this is the effective living series this week we've been speaking about building a career that stands the test of time and we're looking at personal growth and how that influences you can't run away from the influence of personal growth on building your career all right and today in particular we've been looking at continuous learning and dealing with interruptions in a fast-changing world and i think that Samuel Yim has really given us the key to doing that all right this series effective living series 2024 is sponsored by enterprise insurance and hallmark logistics and freight consults limited all right my name is apioko catch us for another episode
That's our conversation for the morning. As part of our Effective Living series, this week we are talking about building careers. And this morning, Apioko hosted Samuel Eyim. Samuel Eyim is CEO and leadership coach of CTL Africa Leadership. We're talking about continuous learning and dealing with interruptions in a fast-changing world. All of that is part of our Effective Living series, 2024. Caleb Koda is here with me. Caleb, so as usual, we yes. are going to give away a prize or some prizes Sharp. this morning. Yesterday, we gave away some. Uh, before we get into that, the Effective Living Series 2024 is powered by City FM and City TV, proudly sponsored by Enterprise Insurance at 100, celebrating our legacy, securing our future, and Hallmark Freight and Logistics Ghana Limited. Caleb, so what do we have for our listeners this morning? Nathan, um, so the whole process of taking responsibility and having an attitude of learning, pursuing holistic mm-hmm. and continuous learning through mm-hmm. training, which could be formal Mm -hmm. through workshops online Mm -hmm. and all of that is referred to as something in the conversation what is it okay what is the process of personal responsibility attitude of learning taking responsibility for your own learning Mm -hmm. what is it called learning to learn Mm is called something what is it okay so that's the question for the morning you can send in your uh, answers on 0549986 nine nine six zero five four nine nine eight six nine nine six the first correct answer that comes through will win a prize this morning All right, Caleb, it looks like we have a winner. Yes, we have a winner. Some sent uh, self-awareness, and I said pedagogy, but the answer is self-leadership, and um, we have a winner. We have a winner. Uh, it's an MTN number, <laughs> yes. and your number ends in 1109. 1109. 1109. Okay. That's our winner for the morning. Yeah. That's our winner for the morning. It was a very interesting conversation indeed on learning to learn, taking responsibility mm-hmm. for your own career development, having a focus. 15% technical skill is important, but you need to spend uh, a lot of time also building your relational skills as you grow in your career uh, trajectory. So if you expect to grow, mm-hmm. have, a, have a, a plan in view for your growth and then also work on not only your technical skill, mm-hmm. but your relational skill as well because okay. eventually as you climb up the career ladder you'll be managing you'll be doing more people more people, people work yeah. than technical work that was okay. an exciting conversation oh, Learned a lot. and yesterday mm. we we had uh, some winners too. yes we had two winners 
Godfrey has the details of our winners from yesterday. From yesterday. Okay, oh, we've right. given so, them so already. Like, yes, they we've communicated with informed. them. That's, that's wonderful. That's wonderful. Yeah. And that's how we end this morning's edition of the City Breakfast Show. Many, many thanks for tuning in. Bernard Avler was your host. I only came in to sign out. I was here with the rest of the team. Richard Dalaskai, Godfrey Akutubuafo was here. Caleb Kudanfred Jabano produced the show. Godfrey Odum gave us help on technical. technical. All right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, you say a lot of these things and yeah. they become like,